0: That is how you beat the latest standard meta with Abzan. Ugh, it feels like there's no magic content out there for someone like me. Someone who doesn't want to be competitive. Someone who is... Who is... A normie? Yeah, exactly! A normie. Well, have I got the show for you. The all-new Magic for Normies show. Hi, I'm Pixie. And I'm Zuby. Together, we host the all-new Magic for Normies. It is the Magic the Gathering show for all your normie needs. We don't care what deck got into the top eight or what deck is winning. We care about having fun playing magic. That's right, Pixie. You can watch us on Pixie's Twitch channel at twitch.tv/pixiekittenplays and catch the vod on our YouTube channel, Pixie Kitten Plays. If audio is your thing, you can find episodes on the Magic with Zuby RSS feed. To do, to do, Magic for Normies. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby, and If you're brand new to this show, this show is all about a little well-known card game called Magic: The Gathering. We are back, finally. After, I don't know how many months of this house shit, we're like right at the finish line with the house. I mean, as you can see behind me, I don't even have curtains yet and all that. Um, I've I've got, you know, some of my stuff made up behind. And um, (sighs) it's been insane 2021 being displaced out of the house, having the house flood. And then we got COVID right after that. And then we had to be displaced and live in a hotel for like over a month Um, And then coming here and living, while there's construction going on. Oh, it's just been insanity. But we're back with another episode. And I brought on an amazing person who is so cool. His name is Kuro Hitsuki. And he is a Magic the Gathering Twitch streamer. And just had an overall great time talking with him about everything magic. We talked a lot of magic and then just um some other stuff too which you'll see if you listen to the entire episode so before we begin let's get a few little things out of the way uh, Magic with Zuby does have a Patreon uh you can help the show by sub- subbing to the Patreon at patreon.com slash magic and there are also uh some other things as well we also have a Discord a Magic for Normies Discord that Pixie and I do and um you can find me on Twitter at MagicZubi, on Instagram at Magic_underscore_underscoreZubi. You can find me on TikTok at MTGZubi or at MagicZubi, one of them. I can't remember. It'll be linked below and all that I think. And then um, uh, we are found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify. And we are also sponsored by Cardsphere.com, the best place to buy, trade, and sell your Magic singles, and just overall great company. Uh, to be with there as well, too. So let's get into the interview with Kuro, and I hope you really all enjoy it. Be going, and hey everybody, I'm back, I'm back. Um, It's been crazy, crazy couple of months Um, for myself personally, and I'm back with an amazing, awesome guest that I'm super excited to bring on the show. That's Kuro Hitsuki, how are you doing? Good, hello, hello, how are you? oh man uh, 2021 has been insanity say to say the least
1: <laughs> sure has sure sure has man and everyone's glad huh?
0: God it's like um it, for, for people who don't know and for any listeners who may not be aware it's um I had a flood recently back in January and it's been like it upheaved our entire like life for the past couple months and we're just now finally getting back to normal. Mm-hmm. it's been yeah it's been insane Have you ever been through anything like that before
1: no luckily not um but like every, every time i you know I, I would always hear about stories of just like the you know flooding and magic cards and whatnot I'm just like oh gosh. I got to keep these things as high as
0: possible. <laughs> oh, man. So, crazy thing is, so the flood happened in our master bathroom, and I, oh. I, I kept all my magic collection here in my office where I am. But, um, like, what you're seeing is just, like, sort of the back end of the office. I had my magic collection near the front of the office, and mm-hmm. some of the water actually got into the office and right wow. next to... All my magic collection and i'm just like oh my god
1: <laughs> jeez,
0: yeah that that would have been bad and then i ended up having to sell my entire collection anyway so
1: right well i mean luckily you were able to yeah. do so and there wasn't water damage yeah
0: oh god yeah yeah, yeah. It. I, I mean i was planning on getting rid of it anyway because mm. it's it was just getting to be too much i had too much stuff and right. i just wanted to keep my edh decks and that was it right and yeah. so finally got rid of that that was a little sad because it was it happened all of a sudden mm-hmm. and now it's now i just have edh decks and it's weird not buying product like every time a new set comes out now
1: yeah yeah i feel that that was a weird transition for me too but i i, yeah. I say
0: that as i have a box of jumpstart and a pre-con mm-hmm. on my show yeah
1: I do, I do i do see i do see that, <laughs> that there, but
0: yeah I, I guess i just mean like more because i would always buy like Either like if you booster boxes of every set and stuff like that mm-hmm. in bundles, but no, I haven't even done yep. that in I don't know how long now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I was the same way. I think I I pretty much had like no less than four, no less than four of each like standard set. Yeah. Up until like twenty nineteen, and then um, and then like for the the special sets like Mythic Modern Horizons and stuff, I have like at least one box of those yeah, so, yeah. A couple
0: packed up yeah man man. so i actually learned about you after i had um mari on the stream because or or on the podcast i mean because i was asking Mm -hmm. her like if she knows anybody else out there that i could think of you know interviewing Mm -hmm. and all that and i think you were one of the first people she brought up and just i i I liked it because as soon as i reached out to you you and i just like clicked like that and just started talking back and forth about I can't remember, like EDH, I think it was, and yeah, yeah, and yep. Um, I
1: think we played on stream together at least like yeah. three times now. Yeah,
0: something like that. Yeah, yeah and it's been fun. Um, yeah. yeah, actually, that time that the first time we played with Mari, that was right. actually the next day. I had to leave the house and go live right, in a hotel yeah. for a month. And oh god, that sucked. That.
1: <laughs> yeah, yep, I remember that.
0: Yeah, that was um, fun times. Um, yeah. So, so you're a Twitch streamer mainly yes. and mm-hmm. you're also a magic judge as well too yes yes indeed how long have you been a judge for and, and what level did you were you a judge before the whole um was it the, the whole rework was done yeah and- uh, yeah
1: yeah so i used to work in a magic store and that's when i got my judgeship um so i think i was a judge i think three years working there so i mean by now it's been five four four to five years as a judge,
0: yeah. yeah. What level did you get up to, or what? I got
1: to level one. Yeah, okay. just, just level one. I I did have aspirations for two, but I you know I I miss I missed my chances a couple of times, and then by then now it's COVID, and finding uh, yeah. events in first place is uh, increasingly difficult.
0: Well, you're up in New York, and how, how's it been? How's the pandemic been like ever since vaccinations have I been mean, coming out? And
1: um, it's been decent like i don't know i i haven't had i've only had maybe like two family members that have gotten it and they and they you know they they got over it which is good yeah that's good Um, and then like friend wise i haven't had too many really affected just like having gotten it but um but i mean it was a long while where we were in like orange or whatever whatever the colors are and um Yeah, we just like couldn't go to any restaurants. We still couldn't. The thing is Buffalo, New York, it's where I'm from. It's kind of weird because we have other townships within the area. So like the city was orange, but I could go up the road down main street even. And then like restaurants would be open. ish Hmm. Like so, so low capacity, but still. open. So it was very, very weird. Uh, well it,
0: it actually seemed like your state actually tried to follow covid guidelines
1: the state did mainly because new york city is there and they yeah. they had to do a <laughs> yeah. lot. um and like the new york city restrictions kind of like affected kind of our policy here uh like we couldn't travel anywhere outside of the immediate buffalo area for that's a while crazy. That's um, crazy. without having to like quarantine for two weeks um so yeah it's like I couldn't, I couldn't like make plans even to like travel to like a friend's wedding because it's just like if i did well that's two weeks off work guaranteed uh that i would have to take so yeah it was a little little difficult for a while but
0: oh i bet. Working through it i bet it, it, it's crazy like just how like it's just interesting hearing, like how each state is handling it cuz i mean i mean you you know florida florida basically acted like covid was over last summer and it's mm-hmm. been e- even now with all the vaccines rolling out it's even more so and i mean things have relaxed a lot more in florida mm-hmm. terms cuz now that um now that they've opened up vaccinations to everyone it's been right. a little bit more relaxed but i'm it's still wearing a mask and all that stuff. Yeah. Even 100%. In, you
1: know. I work in retail, so I'm gonna be wearing the mask even oh, after man. I get the vaccine for the rest of the year at least.
0: God, it's yeah. I I'm in healthcare, so even when I have to go visit a hospital, which I have not been to a hospital since this entire thing started. Wait, no, that's a lie. I, I went to one hospital mm-hmm. sometime last year. Um and but yeah it's because it, before the whole pandemic like i used to have to travel the country to go to hospitals hospital to hospital and all that stuff mm-hmm. and now it's kind of not looking forward to it like i'm looking forward to traveling again but not looking forward right. to going into hospitals again right
1: <laughs> right
0: yeah but
1: there's probably a lot of regulations that you have to go through too yeah do you have to quarantine like before you head to um, like,
0: the next one or anything or? i don't know yet because mm-hmm. Like I said, my company like kind of ceased all traveling when the pandemic happened. And for us to be able to travel and we have to get vaccinated, um, it's not like the company's forcing us to. But if we want to travel, you know, they recommend getting it. And as far as quarantining, we don't have any information on that yet. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I kind of hope not. Well, I mean, I, I work at home anyway, so it's right. not okay. like it'd make much of a difference. But
1: mm-hmm. well. Yeah, well, just keep your keep your mask on and just stay vigilant. Right, yeah. right, yeah.
0: It's been um, it's been very interesting year and a half. Off to yeah. say it's been um, uh, and, and it's like um, I I think are are how old are you? I'm I'm thirty twenty seven. Okay, so yeah. yep, we're 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 a few years apart. Um, I'm thirty five. Right, yeah, I'm thirty five. But um, it, it's. You know i was talking with my sister a couple months ago and it's like our generation uh, has been through how much craziness now quite and a lot quite y- y- a bit I-, I mean you know you look back to you know, you're 27 so you were born what early 90s or 93 yeah, 93. 93 okay yeah. so yeah you-, you definitely would have remembered 9 yeah. 11. Um, and then like you know the whole iraq afghanistan war the recession uh, um mm-hmm. God. And then Trump, the whole Trump Trumpiism. Um, mm-hmm. God, I feel like there's something else. Um, well, there's the, everything, like, oh, everything, e- everything else. Right. Yeah. And then I
1: mean, this technology in and of itself, like just the rise God. of social media, starting with MySpace, even, and then watching just everything flow from there. It's, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot of change, a lot of change to like the, Almost completely cognizant of, right? It wasn't something that we were, you know, we were born, um, while everything, you know, when when things were starting, it's just I've kind of lived through every change, just like with school leaving, schooling, right? It's like you have the change of technology there, you go from chalk to the projector screens to (laughs) smart boards to tablets, and then. I'm out of school now but you know now I hear everyone's walking around with an iPad which would have been sweet. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. Yeah, it's just like those changes like that it's um yeah, having having to to live very aware like through all of that is uh it's weird. It certainly shapes you.
0: Yeah, I mean, you bring up a good point especially with social media. I mean, just how much that's changed society as a whole, right? right. Like how God, I mean, I just look at my kids, right? It's it. It feels like it's almost impossible to get them off the smartphone and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and um, and it's crazy just how that just warps their perception and ju- just of like wanting to be popular, right? Right. Wanting right. to become a YouTuber or something like that, and mm-hmm. I have to tell them like that's not exactly a career choice. Like, yeah, if it happens, awesome, great, you know. Right. Try to go for that, but don't. Put all your eggs in that basket because, right, right, especially right. nowadays, it's it's so hard to like even like become successful in streaming or YouTubing right.
1: and yeah. stuff like that. You know, I mean. And, but what's what's weird, just on like a generational level, it's like it, you know the the internet and you know just being on the phone every day. It's like uh, it's like they're not wrong in a way mm-hmm. to like to, to view. To, you know, you want to be a YouTuber or like Vine, TikTok and all that stuff. Like they're not wrong with wanting to be an influencer. Yeah. Um, or to see it as like a viable thing to do because even as we've grown up, it went from something that was just like, if you're not Will Smith, why try? Exactly. Or like if, you're not, if you're not pounding the pavement, if you're not moving to LA or New York City why act right it went mm-hmm. from it went from that to just like i mean you could be at home on a, with a camera and a uh computer and microphone and start a podcast start a you know successful streaming or youtube career it's like right be- become a
0: successful singer you know right. it, that, that that's how exactly that. how um the the lead singer of journey got found the yeah when they were looking for new lead singers the the band members were all going through random youtube videos and found yeah. arnel Pin- Pinada or pinata i'm gonna mess up his Panada. sorry right. i'm gonna i'm gonna mess up his name but i mean yeah. that's that's how they found the new lead singer for journey was right. just on and youtube we
1: had, a, we had american idol growing up that was like yeah the, like oh that was when i i probably would say like the the ter- more turning point to just like you could not be within these centers of media and still like become famous you know by wouldn't make Microsoft a difference Biden, yeah you know, right um with like the Jonas brothers right i think that's how they they got their start um and then years later fine tiktok youtube you know with its explosion everything like it's it's it is, you you want to tell you know anyone to not put your eggs in, in one basket. Right. And, and that's been true like for, for all of life we yeah. always look up to, to the popular and famous people throughout history, whether it was, you know, in the time of smartphones or just, you know, hearing, just listening, uh, history books. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or like the town crier and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, we are in a world where you could be an influencer, like that with just like what you do on your phone or just like your opinions and kind of the timing of a really you know really spicy opinion and that could just kind of right. catapult it's it's really it's scary it's scary and um hopeful in a way but yeah horrifying. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah it, it, it can be i mean it, it, it's it's sort of you bring up a, a thing that i always think about where it's you you say the wrong thing on social media yeah. and you just get ousted and it, it's yeah. it's not like anyone you know obviously there are definitely shitheads that deserve that stuff right you, you know Absolutely. for for posting just inane stupid shit but then mm-hmm. it's a, you know take magic Twitter for instance right what if yes. you know oh you you know the whole discourse with all like, Twitter just especially EDH casual versus competitive and whatever the hell else. like. I I personally don't give a shit because it's, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to play EDH the way I want to play it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I strongly agree with people talking with the other pod members and like, okay, what kind of game do we want to have here? You know? Right. And, and and as an EDH player myself, I like to have a variety of power levels, right? Mm -hmm. From pre-con to super strong, right you know but right i mean yeah i I just always get that one thing where if i post something today on twitter is this going to be the catalyst for something whatever
1: or bad yeah yeah honestly yeah it's 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 tough it's uh it's it's really tough and and especially like for um for uh like kind of how commander has changed i mean i when i got into magic or mean, we'll start with like I got into Commander that was around like RTR time, mm-hmm. and I remember just like the being in a card shop and like just the different mini metas and and play groups there. And luckily, I was I, I was at the card shop where I felt it was rather diverse, so I did see kind of every type of mm-hmm. deck, whether stacks, control, aggro, whatever blue green was doing at the time. Um, at <laughs> the time, probably wasn't much. Uh, it it was one of our. Like the main uh person that played group who played blue green was Zagana, Prime Speaker Zagana.
0: Oh yeah, that can get pretty nasty.
1: I mean it was a big creature, drew a bunch of cards, had a bunch of everything. It was great. (laughs) Lab man. Yeah. Um and just kinda like how the certain things that shaped the meta then, like certain amount of board wipes, certain amount of uh, Mm -hmm. single target removal, different things to you know, different cards to deal with different threats. Um and it felt a lot more casual in comparison to nowadays where as i've played more games over spell table i've realized it's like wow a lot of the games a lot of the decks that i used to dominate just in my uh play group you know i didn't feel it was super casual but it, it feels super casual in comparison to what i'm playing right um, now and I've, I've wanted to just improve on all of my decks like i have wanted to up the power scaling on every deck that i have um i want to tighten down the themes and everything i still don't want to I don't want every deck to be a stacks ramp or, into yeah. uh, Ata's Oracle. Like, I don't want all of them to be that. Arguably, I don't want any of them to be that except for maybe one. But, um, I, I yeah, I, I've definitely, like, I've gotten to look at a lot more of uh, Commander content nowadays to try to figure out, like, how can I fine-tune this? Like, can I keep this one special card I really want? Um, while still making sure I have a plan to win by at least turn 10. Um, where before that just wasn't a thing before I was just like, ah, this card is sweet. It fits the lore. Let's go for it. See, um, I, I,
0: that that's interesting to hear that because I've sort of have gone backwards with that thinking. It's like, I, I used to be like that where I wanted to have all my decks, you know, be hundred percent optimized the best and best way to win but now I've gotten to a point especially the past year with playing on spell table and playing with a variety of people mm-hmm. you know I, I still want to make sure my best decks are the best but then I've also been building decks that you know have themes or just a general idea that I don't care about making it good y- y- right. you know like I, I, I'd I still like it to win but I don't I, I guess making it optimized is the better word mm-hmm. I, I feel like making every single deck optimized to me kind of bores me Mm -hmm. You know, because then it feels like you're just putting the same cards in every single deck, but a different commander. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that is true. That is something to, um, to, to worry about. I tend to like, well, just to dive in, I guess, to, to EDH, um, like the way I build decks, I tend to focus it around the commander. My, my goal is to make a deck that fits that commander, not simply just like a deck that happens to be these colors and the commander is there. Uh, so like my first deck was Tesa Envoy of Ghosts. Um, the same, uh, technically Mario's first commander as well. Um, Oh like yeah. The seven, yeah. The seven mana four, four Tesa with proc creature. And if you, if a creature deals combat damage to you, destroy that creature and I get a spirit. It's like, that was my first deck, uh, mainly because like, I love the art and I love the character. I'm, I'm definitely a Vorthos on um, my heart. So I love the deck and the character. It was around the time of RTR, so that was great. Um, And then like over the years, like it went from just like, hit me, I want to kill your creatures to like, well, let's see. If they do hit me and they lose their creature, you know, they probably hit me because I was winning and they needed to make that sacrifice. Let me take their creature from the graveyard. So I've turned it into like a reanimator deck. Yeah, Um, that's cool. Yeah, that fits the Taysa Orzov theme. You, yeah. you died it against me, and then now I, I take your spirit, right? Um, which certainly means I can't play it on spell table, because that's a bit more, yeah, a bit more work than it's worth. But, um, but like just over time, I've changed that, and I've, I've learned to fine tune that. So like I have a good amount of mana rocks and, uh, and lands and everything, uh, in order to get to that goal more consistently because before it was just like you know 36 lands because i wanted to put as many cards that were spicy uh and and lore filled in there Uh, but now i've tried to make sure that i have like 38 and no less than 38 lands in every one of my decks um barring like extreme you know super low curve or super high or something and then also it's more than just putting lands in the deck you also have to put mana rocks and Mm -hmm. other accelerations so it's like I've learned to make it a goal to have my seven mana commander come out by like turn five instead of waiting till turn seven. Cause it's just going to be too late by then.
0: Yeah. Does it feel like commander as a format has become faster over the years?
1: A hundred percent. And I certainly it's like play group wise, obviously, you know, if, if you started in a high level play group, then CEDH was always CDH for you, you know, mm-hmm. faster, probably, um, but yeah, like I, I know that I don't have, or I, I see that I have less of the opportunity to waste time getting out on turn seven, right? It's like on, Taysa on turn seven is not a position where I'm probably going to win. It has to be sooner to start enacting these goals. I have to make sure that I can interrupt other players from yeah. going off. So it's like I have to have more enchantment and other destruction than I thought I would have to have um, previously, uh, and it's, I think it's, for me at least, it's faster because I can't keep putting six mana cards that say Obsidot in there simply because they say Obsidot <laughs> or Orzob, yeah. right? I have to put in, um, of supply shares, uh, like, mm-hmm. I, I have to, even though, you know, when I was younger, I was like, oh, giving my opponents life, that's the worst thing I want to do. Right. But, you know, as I grow as a magic player, I'm like, well, I need to put this in because I need to get rid of creatures for one mana. And also life doesn't mean you know, too much, especially if I have a strategy that's going to circumvent that. So I think it's just like you grow as a magic player with the more people you go against as well. And the meta shifts at the same time to m- make you uh, well, to make magic faster, but also more optimized, as we said. Now, do you think
0: that's good for the Commander format to get... Now, now as popular as Commander has become, right? It's yeah. basically become one of the most popular formats now. And with Watsy spending... I mean, ba- basically now instead yeah. of intro decks and Planeswalker decks for every set, mm-hmm. they now have two Commander decks, right? Um, okay. And with all this focus on the format, do you feel Commander has lost some of its luster from the early days where... It's not so much you know playing these janky one dollar rare cards now. Now it's it has to be optimized or else your commander deck's just gonna do nothing.
1: Um, I would say no. Uh, I I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's great. Um, at, when I worked at a card store, I like heavily specialized in commander. I uh, you know, people would come in and gawk at the prices and go like, Oh, I don't want to spend like this much on a rare or, or they would you know, preface everything. It's just like, listen, you snake oil salesman. I know you just want to <laughs> take my money, but I just need like stuff for a commander deck. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, calm down. We have binders here of dollar rares. What What is your commander? What What does it do? What do you want it to do? How do you see it functioning? Cool. Here is a $1 rare. Yeah, it costs seven mana. But, like, it does what you want it to do, you're in a casual playgroup, go ahead and knock yourself out. And then, like, that person would return and become a regular, and slowly there would be a little bit of a uh, an arms race, more or less. Yeah. But, like, they wouldn't immediately turn around and go, like, okay, I need that, you know, $15 great, uh, Elder Gargadon now. It's like, I can keep on going through this rare binder, you know, this dollar thing of dollar rares. I, see, I feel as though you can still do that in Commander it just depends on your playgroup. I think the mm-hmm. commander playgroup structure is one of the best and worst things about it. Um, I have a lot of cards and I have the desire to not want to lose as badly. I don't have to win every game, but I do want to not lose as badly. So I'm Yeah, okay you want with-
0: to do that cool thing right
1: exactly right at least at least one cool thing per game so i'm okay with like kind of stripping out some of the dollar rares to put in a couple of the more expensive things a because i have them already so it's not Mm -hmm. too much skin off of my back but like yeah you don't need especially as long as the commander decks that they make keep on adding like things like arcane signet and soul ring and mana rocks and other things like that as long as those commander decks keep on coming and allowing people to make low power decks that they only have to spend, as there are endless YouTube videos on it, 50, 20, $100, $200, like upgrades on, and they'll have a perfectly fine, reasonable deck that they can pop off every now and then with. Um, I think as long as those exist, and there's also also room for more content creators too. Mm -hmm. Um, As long as those exist, I think Commander will be perfectly fine in all honesty. Um, Strixhaven's a really good example I think of um, a set that you can add a lot of cards to commander that don't fit every commander deck but they fit specific ones and I think as long as you know Wizards monitors how much they add uh, to the format I think they'll be fine I think commander will only keep on growing to be the best way to play magic
0: yeah and I, I think it really is because it it's now starting to slowly become like the D&D of magic right Mm-hmm. Where you get together with a group of friends and just mm-hmm. sit down and have a good time, and yeah, and just like D and D, right? It's yeah, super casual, cool. You win, okay? it Doesn't matter, you know. Just yeah. shuffle so up and play again,
1: yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And that's what I love yeah, yeah, with
1: that, it. That's actually a really good term, the D and D of magic, which is coming full circle, I guess. <laughs> I know, right? I'm
0: so excited. You, you you can't yeah. see you can't see it. Oh, which camera am I using? But I've got a whole there, shelf yeah. of D and yeah. D and Pathfinder.
1: And that's right above it. I saw that yep. book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, gonna be, that's gonna be really awesome. because uh, the next thing we have is uh Modern
0: Horizons, uh, Horizons. two. Yeah. Which I, I've got a, I've got a bitter taste of Modern Horizons because the last one time it was out, um, I feel like it ruined Modern. For me, personally, really? like w- War the Spark and Modern Horizons just ruined Modern for me because it started to become a format where it started to become a rotating format with every new set coming out. At
1: least that's how yeah. I felt. Uh, that's fair. That's yeah, been especially with like Teferi. I know that obviously that changed the game a lot. I oh, God. Yeah. Like yeah. my favorite deck that I used
0: to play in Modern and it wasn't the best, but it it could win some modern FMs every once in a while. Was uh, Grix's Delver, right? Yeah. This yeah that this is before Grix's Shadow and all that, and used right. to love it. And even when Grix's Shadow was a thing, I could still win with Grix's Delver. And mm-hmm. um, and then just like when War of the Spark and Modern Horizons came out, I'm just like, shit! I it's so outclassed now. Snapcaster Mage is
1: like crap, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> in the format, so, and it's sad. So Snapcaster Mage becomes another good premium card. Is a huge shift right like when
0: Tarmogoyf and Snapcaster are no longer like the top premium creatures mm-hmm. in the format and they have been for how long that's when a it's like a very long time that's when like i know things have to change right but it's also a mm-hmm. little bit sad or it's yeah. just like Tarmogoyf no longer a 200 hundred dollar card it's now what yeah 20 30 bucks or something
1: geez that low nowadays wow yeah. i mean luckily that you know they have reprinted it Lot, Five million really, times now, yeah. Right, which which is good. And I hope that did. I hope that I would hope that that had more of an effect on the price than necessarily like its stance in the meta. But yeah, I don't I don't every now and then I'll look at like what modern looks like. I stopped playing modern um, when they banned Faithless Living, Uh because I oh I have that's modern right dev.
0: I forgot about I that. I
1: have I have Merfolk. Uh, Shout out to Nikachu. Uh, I have Merfolk, <laughs> Um, uh, Dredge and uh oh is uh, it phoenix is it because i love is it as a color um uh, color combo and there is not enough times where is it is good in a meta and the fact that for once finally there was a really decent is it deck in. i forgot modern about that yeah so happy yeah and like it had it had some delve in there and some dredge and i was like oh this is awesome and modern horizons for me was like wonderful because it added like three cards that were just like so good. I was so very happy to play that. And then, but then they banned Faithless soothing, and that really affected it. It didn't destroy Dredge. It destroyed Phoenix, um, and it didn't destroy Dredge, but it did change it in such a way, um, where I was just like, oh, man, I, I, I don't really, I just don't really want to kind of like see what Dredge has to turn into now. And Is it Phoenix is gone, and that's where like you my know. pride and joy was coming from. I'll keep Murph. I, I still have the decks, and I, I still have Merfolk, but I just stopped playing Modern and just kind of did Commander only from then on.
0: That's pretty much what I did. I sold my standard and Modern collection because the last standard paper standard I even played in was Ravnica Allegiance, and yep. um, I was so freaking tired of Nexus of Fate and Wilderness Reclamation at FNM. Yep. I'm just like, nope, I'm done. <laughs>
1: Yes. I did not I did not enjoy like it's just uh, such
0: a slow win con man, just
1: Right. Yeah, it doesn't even just like happen quickly, you know.
0: And this is coming from the guy who who went to blue white control and modern just
1: (laughs) Right. I mean at least that has a like a much quicker theme, I feel. I because I I'm okay with decks that put you in a headlock that you know like that you can't beat. Right, yeah. it's like that's the point of the deck. You are in a headlock. You've you've lost. That's fine. Same with like commander. It's like I'm okay with land destruction if you're winning that turn. Yeah. Right. If if you play Armageddon on turn five and you're you don't you didn't have any plan. I'm, I'm very displeased. But it's like, um, you know, that's just like a commander a command. Uh, or sorry, a control win con. But if you uh. But yeah, the Nexus of Fate. It's like there was always a chance that they just didn't top deck it. And so you just punch them, but then they, you know, <laughs> then they fog you. And it's like, okay, next turn. Oh, they still didn't draw it.
0: Another fog. Swing?
1: Oh, another fog. Okay. Oh, they still didn't cool. draw it. Okay. I guess swing out, kill you. All right. Like, I mean, cool. I had to be on the edge of my seat for the last five turns. um, and I, And then I still just kind of punch you in the face and you die anyway. And, and like, you know, it doesn't even really feel that great. You know, you didn't. You lost more in time than you won in your game of magic because of cards like Nexus, Nexus of Fate and uh, Wilderness Reclamation and Fogs and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of miss the simple days of Siege Rhino. Uh,
1: oh, oh <laughs> my gosh. Okay, let, let's not start on how objectively perfect Khan's block was. Okay. I think it is the best block Wizards has ever made. Um it was... I
0: I drafted the hell yes. out of cons. Like yes. I drafted it.
1: Yes.
0: I, I mean I played a shit ton of standard in cons too, but I think I drafted way more and it was my yep. favorite draft mm-hmm. format for, for a mm-hmm. long time. Like cons and um um I wanna cons. say Ravnica and Ravnica. shit what's the second Ravnica? Return to Ravnica? Gate Crash. Gate Crash, yeah. Return to Ravnica yeah. Gate Crash was one of my uh, other favorites too. Yeah. we forget about
1: Dragon's Maze
0: as we should. The, the the only good Dragon's Maze draft I had when that was there was when I opened up uh, pack one pick one Voice of Resurgence. Yes, that Voice was, Resurgence. Yep. The, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. I I, I went four O that night just.
1: Yes, I had, I think the only time I went like four O or yeah four O command or the FNM was like when Mono Blue Devotion was a thing oh that god <laughs> yeah, that was that was my jam merfolk i mean that's where my oh oh the um place. um like, yeah shit, what's his name master the Mi- of the Wa- master of waves yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. the the uh, blue mythic from theros mm-hmm. yes god that, that was, was good, good that was yeah, good
1: that black devotion is also there
0: I, I thought triple theros was a good draft format like that was good
1: yeah theros journey born. and Bor- no, born theros, born journey yeah,
0: yeah born of the gods uh, no i, I didn't no. enjoy the draft format
1: that much journey wasn't too bad mm-hmm. but that was when i that was the the set where like i understood the fatigue of the three set structure yeah like i loved rtr and everything about it um even dragon's maze because it just kind of capped off like the story and everything yeah yeah um, but yeah like i i would just forget that born existed a lot or even journey just like just a lot of the time. I cared about the gods that they introduced because mm-hmm. those were sweet. And then that was like kind of it. Um, See, so yeah, I, I definitely understood that fatigue there. Um, so when they did switch over to the two set structure, I was like, I, you know, I get it. You know, it, it. they're definitely, it definitely sometimes goes a bit too long. uh. But it's like, hey, listen, Khan's block was the greatest. Was oh, just, dude. It was the I, best. Best block they ever made. You've heard Wingmate Rock. Art
0: siege yes. rhino um
1: uh, the, the perfect abs on curve turn one uh warden of the first tree turn yes. two fleece main line turn oh god Fleece main
0: the, yes the turn oh. four
1: huge rhino turn five Wingmate rocked a uh, uh, wingmate rocked rated uh, yeah perfect. yeah yeah in the second main phase yep perfect oh and god then with siege rhino siege rhino siege rhino
0: i i still i still uh, remember one of my buddies came up with um what was it abzan blink splashing red for perforos where he would get siege rhino in, you know have perforos out get yeah, siege rhino in, yeah. then blink siege Buy rhino them. back at oh my <laughs>
1: gosh it
0: was the that's dumbest thing ever and he that's won fnm that that week too
1: yeah there you go you come out with a jank like that and you just rock with it that's awesome and uh remember uh, oops all siege rhino it was just like siege rhino four siege rhinos four clever impersonator
0: <laughs> oh that's right yeah i
1: forgot about that yeah. um yeah and then my favorite deck archetype of all time was mono blue five color dragons that mono. it blue. was only good for a week but it was the greatest week ever it was mono blue like i do not control. remember that it was mono blue control but you have the um the four of the the rainbow land for dragons yeah and you just played like the dragon lords or like kind of just whatever dragon you needed at the time but yep it was mono blue five color dragons cuz you had access to the the iceborn regent or ice something yeah yeah cross, cross regent and then Thunder no I, 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 I
0: icefall regent i think it was icefall yes uh, yeah icefall Th- regent thunderbreak thunderbreak oh five he was players. my favorite
1: yes yes <laughs> freaking yep, mono blue five color dragons it was the greatest deck for a week and it was the greatest week ever
0: dude i still remember I, I, I used to play a blue-black dragon control because I couldn't afford Ojatai mm-hmm. at the time because yeah. Ojatai yeah. was ridiculously expensive. Ojatai was real good. And um, so I just did blue-black dragon control with Silimgar. Um, you slimy girl, um, yes. Got the Icefall region and all that. Mm-hmm. And so, God, I I, st- I remember loving that deck.
1: Um, so much. Or
0: Dude, so So I got to tell another FNM story, and I think I've said mm-hmm. this, told this before in the podcast, so... It was Dragons of Tarkir standard. Um, I wanted to make a a jank deck for F and M that night, that week, and so I built a assault formation walls essentially. Yes. And, um, yes. Oh, dude, I I was like winning. I was two and zero. Oh. I get to the third round, and my opponent, I beat him in the first match. Second second match, um, he sideboards in, and I have all these walls ready to attack, and then. Guess what fucking card he plays that no one played at all? Was it? It's not a dra- uh It was siege? a dragon. A
1: dragon? Siege, siege
0: dragon. Siege dragon. Oh the- my god! <laughs> and he wasn't even playing no a way. dragon deck. He was.
1: No way. He
0: drops a siege dragon. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding? No way. Like I wasn't mad or anything. I was just laughing my ass off. Like no he-, he-, he was playing some a uh, Gruul something, right? I can't That's- remember exactly, but it was just the fact that he had Siege Dragon sideboarded in was just oh my god, and, and oh
1: my god. I was
0: the only one playing Assault Formation in the store yeah, that week.
1: <laughs> of course, of course you were. Who else would have? <laughs> oh my gosh, Siege Dragon. That's someone who, okay, they either like, they either heard about you and they slipped that in on their sideboard or like that is like like, this is my pile, like this is just like Oh, I need a sideboard. Here's some like red and green that I have. Yeah. And like, let's go for it. And he happened to accidentally put slip a siege dragon in there.
0: I'm hoping it wasn't shady because the guy was pretty cool. Like he didn't seem like you know shady or anything. But dude, it was like the funniest play I had that whole night. Just like the one thing to completely decimate my deck. And yeah.
1: Yep. (laughs) Absolutely. That's so sad. It was great
0: oh man but oh man i i miss those standard days man just um yeah i i think that's what i miss the most about going to an lgs like because we had a really good lgs not too far for me it was a really good great good good set of people there and it was a kind of place where you could just hang out and you know i, I could bring my wife and kids there and just have yeah. no issues um mm-hmm. and all that and just and I just feel like I, I can't find that anymore. Like that LGS closed because it wasn't profitable and all that. I mean, pfft, right. what LGS is profitable? I mean,
1: yeah. Unless yeah. you just get lucky and it's like. And Buffalo, I'm, actually, like Buffalo, New York has no less than six LGSs. <laughs> it's wild. It's, it's, it's wild. It, it really is. And I mean, like, are they not...
0: cl- close together or like
1: I don't know how big Buffalo
0: is. I've never everywhere, been up there.
1: Everywhere in Buffalo is like 20 minutes from from each other right okay. it's like if you if you took if you had 20 minutes to drive somewhere you could pretty much drive to to anywhere um yeah. in the city so That's um not bad. yeah and i mean there's just a big enough there's a really it's a really vibrant like magic community here so i mean there was every store had enough people to fire off an fnm um and like their weekly events and everything uh the store i worked at was one of the one of the bigger ones in the area and uh nice. you know we were we were always popping off events, and F and M. I I was I had to judge the F and Ms, so I didn't for years. I wasn't able to like really partake in the F and but um, just like the, just the community that forms from having like modern and standard, and then eventually like brawl. Oh, brawl! Uh, oh God, <laughs> brawl that, that
0: didn't even exist. We we had more of a tiny yeah. leaders group than brawl.
1: <laughs> oh, tiny leaders! Now that's a whole nother story. I never.
0: I never built a never deck. Never
1: believing it. Yep, I never never once did I. But but we had a small group of people
0: who who played it and loved it and I remember That's they they tried to rope me into it. I'm like, "Nah, I'm good." Nah. I'm good.
1: Nah. I'm good. I was more of a fan of a minuscule master.
0: <laughs> minuscule? What's that?
1: Uh so just like cuz all the 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 uh, arguments for tiny leaders being a thing was just like you know, oh it's commander's too big and it's like too powerful, blah 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 or not powerful, whatever it was. Um so someone was just like, well let's just double down on that. Let's make minuscule masters. And it was like twenty five cards, ten life, and <laughs> like, you know, commanders even smaller. And that just just the idea of like let's just take that argument even further. Um and that was way I had at least one minuscule masters deck and that was way more fun. <laughs> And uh, games were
0: games pretty quick.
1: Good. Uh, yes, very much so. Uh, very cheesy. You know, when you only have twenty five cards, it's all about just like combo, combo. Yeah, right? which is yeah. arguably tiny leaders as well. But yeah, no commander, commander is is pure and true, and I love it. I'll I'll stand by it.
0: Yeah, they just need to bring commander to arena at some point. I mean,
1: uh, I I disagree personally.
0: It needs to have. I mean
1: nah you can if you mean multiplayer brawl i could see that commander though like that's not possible and i don't think it should ever well
0: what do you think what do you say it's not possible just it's not possible with wizards current resources i think with the way they program things
1: well yeah so like and and, and when i was streaming arena i always i always like disagreed with the idea of like commander being in arena a because commander is a format where every card in Magic's history, more or less, is mm-hmm. available. In which case that is that is a system that is too big for what or for anything Arena has ever shown that it could be. Right I can see now, that, yeah. Ten years from now, if Arena is bigger or whatever, then like fine. But as Arena has been and has ever shown itself to be, it is having every magic card in existence as an option, right? is too much. Like you have to have every common as an opportunity to be in commander because you have to allow for all of that, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: and they they don't even have that in right, with a lot of the remaster sets they do exactly, right now. Exactly,
1: right. Exactly. The remaster sets take out certain things for historic and and everything like that. Like that that's a lot already in and of itself. Um how lame would it be if you have a commander, that's your pride and joy. Listen, if i asperia the supreme judge is one of my favorite commanders Mm -hmm. if she doesn't have an animation where she drops from the sky and perches on top of new prov (laughs) with her outstretched (laughs) wings and like law magic all over the screen if she doesn't have that i don't i don't then i i just don't want commander to be in uh in arena because like all of these legendary creatures you know probably should most of them on arena have some sort of special effect and yeah. I want my super cool commander that I love and connect with to have that same thing. If they just full dumped all of magic in there, the majority of the game wouldn't have any special. Yeah. To it, I-, I see right? what you they mean. To, yeah. They would have to add all of that. And if you want it to be like a good full on commander experience, then yeah, I mean, I want those and those flashy animations for my special commanders and like all these card interactions and I, I
0: i can get with that i can get with that i would say yeah. that then maybe multiplayer brawl at first and, but make it yes. multiplayer historic brawl stop sure. stop this uh, standard brawl
1: do they not have do they not have historic brawl
0: no, not permanently they, they sometimes bring the uh, event but it's not permanent
1: uh, yeah of course they, yeah. They, yes. they, i i first and foremost make that permanent then try the multiplayer idea on you know standard or historic brawl and then from oh, there you can piecemeal what cards you want to allow in the format yeah right? that yeah. that's fine by me that's fine by me if you can if they if they can put the precons, into arena that would be cool oh yeah that'd because be awesome it, it, at that point it becomes like block constructed commander which is brawl basically and that's awesome I'm, I'm okay with that and all of those commanders are definitely multiplayer based so if they can the, the day that they're able to put in the Strixhaven commanders are, is the day that you know that multiplayer brawl will be there and that's 100% like far more likely in my opinion but to, to believe that
0: what I was going to say and if they get multiplayer working could that mean we get two-headed giant like how awesome would it be for like you and a buddy to be able to just get a sealed pool play two-headed giant on arena like and you know you can't be in person together like that'd be so much fun
1: yeah that that would be great and then battle bond that means that battle bond will be released on arena right like that's 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 where arena could go Mm -hmm. um you know, if they want to do that. But obviously, like, the standard structure does make it a lot easier for them as a company to deal with. And I completely understand them wanting to take baby steps in some regards uh, with, like, what they add, what giant game-changing features they add to the game. And Commander would be the biggest possible undertaking that I think they could ever add. Legacy would have... less less of an undertaking more or less even though it's like the same well
0: same kind of card pool.
1: yeah same card pool but like
0: because because you'd have to yeah because you'd have to program in like every single mechanic that's currently not in there and right um and i just don't think they have the resources to do that i mean they
1: don't i they they do not
0: i mean they 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 barely have the resources like we were supposed to get pioneer masters last year remember that no in in, in arena (laughs) Yeah, Wait, yeah. What?
1: Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, and it never happened. We never? Uh, no, because Pioneer was. I think Historic is its own as as its own ecosystem on Arena. I think it's fine personally because it just allows people who have who are playing Arena to keep playing the things that they paid for on Arena. I'm perfectly mm-hmm. fine with that. Um, I stopped playing non Commander and Modern Magic like by the time Pioneer came out. So I don't have too much of a leg in that race. But my personal sense is I think Historic is perfectly fine for Arena because it yep. allows people who are investing in Arena to keep on playing those cards. Um, and it makes a new meta, which is great. So when I did play Magic, I could go like, wow, Standard is kicking my ass and there is not a single fun deck in there because it's all blue, green, Uro, or Oka. So I'm going to go over oh, to God, Historic yeah. where at least maybe I can play like I can try, Merfolk. <laughs> it won't work, but I can try it. <laughs> hey, hey
0: I've, got, I've got some of the jankiest stuff on Historic. Like, I've got a Lich's Mastery Infinite Turns deck that I love playing. Uh, uh, it's so bad.
1: Gosh, oh, my gosh. That sounds pretty heckin' sweet, actually.
0: It, it's so terrible, but if I can pull it off, it's hilarious.
1: See, Arclight Phoenix is on Historic. Awesome. I'm yeah. going back to Magic. I'm going back oh, to Magic. Oh, especially,
0: especially now that they have Faithless Looting. Yes. and in okay. the so, Shirk's Haven, okay. so
1: have... Faithless looting. Actually, was added. Yeah. Okay, because I know not all of the Mythic. Uh, yeah, it, it was like or... demonic tutor.
0: Um, I want to say swords to plowshare. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there was like a f- a few of the really powerful ones weren't added, but yeah, Faithless looting was in there. Brainstorm. Uh, oh, counterspell. I don't think was. Oh allowed yeah, in
1: there. no, keep that away. <laughs> keep that away. That's a bit too much. Is and, it though uh, listen, I'm a blue player at heart. green is my least favorite color. blue is i mean, it's my it's, it's my favorite at the end of the day. I am oh, I'm a blue mage For counterspell to not be in the format <laughs> for and, and any, yeah yeah, in any format that's supposed to be even slightly kind of maybe casual
0: I can see that I can see that yeah, um if I had to think about like my favorite colors, it's like blue. Um is definitely my favorite. Typical, it, yeah. Typical
1: typical blue answer. Listen.
0: But but my first commander deck was Simic Crufix. And I, I do have a thing okay. for Simic.
1: See, that doesn't count. Simic is its own thick color. Okay. It is its own archetype. And and that,
0: that now it is? Now it is. Now it is. Yeah, because yeah, because I'd have to say Ravnica now Allegiance really pushed the power of Simic because uh-huh. It was good before, but never like that.
1: Hated someone. <laughs> it is. It I and when I see, when I sit down on the commander pod and I see blue green X or just blue green and it's not Murfolk, I am immediately on edge. I am like that player right there, is gonna play every land, draw every card, <laughs> and just pop off. And I am immediately defensive against I, that player that,
0: that's actually what happened with us on Mari stream where when i played kerfix i managed to get like what a turn five omniscience out or something or or yeah, turn yeah. six like i got a okay. I yeah i got a super early omniscience out and um mm-hmm. just popped
1: off like crazy i believe it it's it's a strong it it's it's been uh it's been pretty pushed i'd say in, a, in the past oh yeah years. Yeah, very very pushed to degrees. I've never really seen a color combination.
0: Growth Spiral, like, hydroid, crisis, Growth Uro, spiral hydroid Crisis, Uro,
1: Oko. Uro Oko.
0: Castle Vantress.
1: Uh oh, Castle Vantress mixed with uh Wilderness Reclamation. Okay, right? Like you yeah. put all that together and it's just like Oh, uh, and then I mean, you know, the the what was the the Simic ETB counter a spell, but I've also made a 3-2. It's like what do you what do you want from me like how, oh how oh frilled mystic frilled mystic yeah, yeah. frilled mystic it's just like wow that was that was that was not fun that was not a fun time for me so i but i blame green i blame the green aspect of it
0: Dude, entirely green has gotten so good yes, <laughs> you, you, yep. do, do you remember during it? was it M, was it m21 or m20 where where they they first showed Baneslayer Angel and everyone was like oh my god they reprinted it yeah, it's so good no
1: way and, and I'm a five five with first strike and life link oh, and, and, what are we gonna do
0: and then they show the green mythic Elder Gargaroth and it's just and like it was, oh wait a minute whoa this is
1: better in every way <laughs> wow
0: Hold Baneslayer on. Angel looks like a piece of shit
1: compared it's to this absolute <laughs> garbage it can't even trade it can't even trade and then like you want to talk about how like green has been so pushed, like the Cavaliers, all right? Like the cycle of Cav- Cavaliers, I thought it was a pretty cool cycle. Oh, I, w- I, just, I loved In, it. in general, uh, I loved the red one and how it made um, a Jeskai deck, like a very different type of Jeskai deck playable. It was yeah. great. But it's like, you look at all the Cavaliers, it's like the black one, we kind of all hated because you had to sacrifice a creature just to kill something. Then you bring a three drop back, kind of a snooze fest. The white one, you gave your opponent three Sixes or something, not not really. Yeah, not that great. Anyone wanted to do, right? The red one that was a five six and it buffed your and board and it could and be it a finisher. Case that was very decent. Okay, but that one so but the stats on that one is five six. Now, and the blue one was a five five flyer. Lets you brainstorm. Cool, mm-hmm. right? But if it dies, you have to shuffle everything away. But then you get the green one, which is five six reach uh ETB put cards into your graveyard get a land and so it's just like all right like no value lost there if anything only gained and then when it dies you put a card in your graveyard to the top of your deck like so good what the hell is that (laughs) like it it beat every other cavalier it it, because it it completely destroyed the blue one like uh, just utterly. the blue one had nothing against it, because yeah. the green one had reach. It didn't trade with it, and when it dies, you have to shuffle all your cards away. So, like, the oh, no, one, pointless, right? Yeah. The red one, it has five toughness, so it just trades. At, at least that one trades, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, The white one, once again, we don't really care about the white one. We, we, we don't one. talk about that. We don't talk about those. Right. But, but <laughs> even then, you still kill the, the, ca- the Cavalier, mm-hmm. so then you just put something in the graveyard that was a threat back on top. A.K.A. What was it, um, tomio Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then you just you just. I was like, oh my gosh, like that was what showed me. It's just like, wow, the green is, green is a whole different beast from what it used to be. And magic, for whatever reason, really wants to push it, not just green blue, but like the green just, just, just green, push, yeah, push the most, yeah.
0: Oh, oh yeah, like um, a, a good example is uh, look at Ugin being reprinted, right? Yeah. So so you remember yeah. when Ugin was first in standard? If you managed yeah. to drop Ugin, holy shit. Yes. That was really, we really, really Yeah, you you worked yeah. to get Ugin out, right? Yeah, absolutely. N- you look at what came out in M21. You had Ugin, you had Azusa, you had Cultivate, yep. um, yeah. you had um, you had freaking um still had Growth Spiral. Growth Spiral still. Yep. Uro and all yep. that. And then the next set had omnath <laughs> yep. So it's like so, yeah, you could get, like, turn three, turn four Ugin. Very easily. Great.
1: Just what I wanted. And even when you countered Ugin, oh, they still have the a whole board state. Like, they still had a the whole-ass right. whole plan. And they'll just Tommyo the Ugin back to the top of their deck and play it again. You have lands that are now creatures and tap for double. So that's cool. So they'll just get it again. Those lands don't get wiped by Ugin. So your opponent lost nothing. <laughs> lost nothing. It's,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Ugen. Uh. U- U- Ugin, this, I'm like, I was glad to see Ugin reprinted because it was getting up in price. Yeah, absolutely. But what it did to, like, standard and even historic has just been.
1: Less than ideal.
0: Yeah, because yeah. I was thinking, oh, it can't be that bad. And then you see Azusa reprinted. You're like, oh, yeah. shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Cultivate's back now.
1: Oh, yeah, shit. Growth spiral's still there.
0: Growth spiral's still there. Oh, no. There's, um,. That that other three-drop green creature from Theros, uh, the the nymph one, uh, allows you oh, to play two lands uh, too.
1: Yeah, that uh, uh dry
0: Dryad the Illusion, of the Arbor, or... Dryad
1: of the Illusion Grove. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, yeah uh, God, uh, just and like remember when Ugin original when he originally came out, right? Let's let's think about like standard now, or at least like you know when Ugin came out again versus like when he was first out during um. Fate uh, Reforged. Fate Reforged. Which let's remember that's when they decided to switch over to the two-set standard structure. So Fate Reforged had like a smaller lifespan than like every other set before Dragons started getting. um, Yeah, yeah, Because
0: that—that's right. Because Dragons of Tarkir was, yeah, Mm -hmm. Cons was the last three-set block, wasn't it?
1: It was like technically yes. It is. It is of like officially definitely the last three-set block. But they separated it. The midway the the, through. Dra- the
0: draft environment. Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. It was cons fate and then fate dragons.
0: Yeah, because because he, you he never drafted dragons with
1: cons. Right. Yeah. You didn't put all three together because the you know, lore and everything. Which, yeah. Oh, oh, I miss being. Oh, yeah. I love the lore. Confall greatest magic story they ever made. Just saying. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Like.
0: That and Theros that, were my favorites.
1: Yes. The um. But just like that weird like four week meta of like uh fate reforge like fate reforge had entire decks that were meta only then and then never again
0: yeah, is that and when I... abzan whip came around was no. that fate reforge or was that before
1: that was before that was before because okay. you had Obsidian and uh the uh, everything else that was good in you know, the abzan um but you had a uh, it was a teamer card because remember they had a they had a monocolor card, and then they had uh, monocolor cards with uh, t- like different abilities from the different cons, mm-hmm. colors. Um, it was the red card with blue and green, like some ability. And it was like a four mana, four two that said every time someone dealt damage or whatever, you get to draw a card or whatever. And I remember that being like the coolest, most expensive card in the set. Teamer was rocking it. It was amazing. And then as soon as dragons came out, you literally never saw that, like that deck again, it was the like yeah. weirdest flash in the pan I've ever seen. Uh, but it's okay. Cause dragons is also dope as hell. Oh yeah, yeah. man, everything
0: D- dude, dude. Speaking of cons, you know, what card I was so surprised never saw a lot of play, even though uh, it was amazing in, and give, give me a hint in, in limited. It's a, it's a teamer card from cons
1: oh oh savage Knuckleblade.
0: yeah like yeah, he he, it. <laughs> he he was amazing in draft yes. right but yes. but he like i tried Other to make teamer work standard. i tried to make teamer work so much in in yes. standard and it's like no it just abzan just outclassed it oh A- annafenza anna Fenza was the t- anna
1: banana chan
0: yeah that's that's right anna Fenza was the yeah. the turn three most most of the time turn three play Oh, if
1: it was—if it wasn't, it was either that or Hero's Downfall. Yep. Yep.
0: Hero's Downfall, or and then when um dragons came out, it was um shit that that Raptor one—you morphed it, right?
1: Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, Dentimus Raptor, Death D- Dent De- Detector combo. Yeah. Oh god. god, I fucking hated that man. Oh my god, <laughs> I loved. I. Oh, can we go back to cons? See, every right? time I start talking about cons, I can literally I can say no bad about it. I love Khan's block. It is my second favorite block of just all time ever. Um, and I think it, it was just the funnest, it was the most fun I've ever had in any standing environment, even if I like lost a lot. It was was yeah. Rapper, Den Protector. Remember that the Pro Tour game of two uh, green white uh, manifest decks? The
0: oh my God, like $2. holy $2. shit i fucking yes. remember that yeah that that was back when i used to watch so much pro magic mm-hmm, i am mm-hmm. sorry arena kind of killed pro magic for me it, it's yeah th- it's th- not, that that that, that 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 could be a hot take or whatever but before mm-hmm. arena I, I i i don't know about you but i would literally have like like for me like my weekend you know if i wasn't doing anything i would have on one screen you know channel fireballs gp mm-hmm. and then on the other screen star city games on the other end, mm-hmm. just wa- going back and forth, and depending on what the format was, I'd pay attention more to one or the other, right? And just yep.
1: I at the card shop, I had my laptop out, and there any of the fellow employees would have their laptop, and one of them had whatever game was going on. I had to mute all my notifications, and everything, just so we could always see uh, either Star City coverage or Channel Fireball coverage and all that. Oh,
0: Dude, I miss yeah. that man. I, I'm so like I'm sorry. As much as I like Arena and what it's done for the game and what it's done for mm-hmm. bringing new people in, mm-hmm. I, I I don't care at all about the pro scene anymore. Like, if you ask me, like, work, try to name like anyone on the pro team or whatever the heck it's called now, the MPL or whatever, I wouldn't be able to name mm-hmm. a single person.
1: Yes, it. I I definitely I, I get that for sure. It's um it's very different. Um, it's it's a it's a new way to enjoy magic and you know i strangely enough it's like as much as i do enjoy arena and everything that it adds to the game all the flashy animations and everything i just somehow felt i understood what i was looking at on the board when i was watching you know just like a star city game top down camera for some reason, and I, the commentators, you know, definitely helped. In the- oh, the-
0: oh yeah, like like Cedric and uh, um, yeah, Cedric Phillips, Pat Patrick, yeah, Patrick all. Mm-hmm. They they were like yeah. my favorites. T- t- yeah. t- to me, they were like the tastosis of of magic commentary.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They their coverage is great. I got to see them in person multiple times. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. From a, from afar though, they were yeah too, too glorious to approach. But I know, right? Um, <laughs> it's like it was just a it was a lot of uh yeah i don't know i just i had a lot more of a connection i could understand everything that was happening um and i don't know why it's like harder on arena you know i i can look w- at when safe.
0: when in actuality it's easier because now you can just hover your right. mouse over and look at all yeah. the cards and all that it it should be more appealing because w- when one of the things i've always talked about on this podcast is especially with paper magic gameplay it mm-hmm if you don't know like any of the cards or what's going on yes. it, like as a casual observer, you're yep. going to have no idea what's happening.
1: hundred percent, a hundred percent.
0: And, and I really thought arena was going to
1: fix that and make it more exciting to watch. But I think it, <sighs> to I, I me, would imagine it did for the casuals. I think in mm-hmm. that regard for like what arena did to make things flashier, it wasn't for more established players, right? Like I don't, Need to mouse over a card to kind of see what it does, or at least like when I was you know, playing, stand a lot more because yeah. I I'm I'm the type of person who every single day when it's spoiler season, I am I wake up, I roll over, look at my phone, what spoilers are? out like I am all about that, right? Uh, I like, I used time, to be
0: all, I used to be all like that too. Yeah, I'm not I'm not anymore. Like I I, I was saying on Twitter the other day, I think to Kess from the uh, Masters of Modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, podcast and that it, it's like I, I I feel like I can't keep up with a lot of the new cards now I still barely know what what's in Zendikar Rising and it's mm-hmm. and, and it's not that I don't care it's just mm-hmm. I'm just not as involved with it like yeah. I used to be
1: and that's just time like I mean yeah. luckily that part about magic hasn't changed right mm-hmm. That that is that is more your life and just the things that happen yeah. in it that uh prevent you from being able to look at it but like spoiler season is still largely the same it's about you know one or two weeks of just like here is all the stuff you go to mythicspoiler.com mm-hmm. every day and you look at what's new um and you you read up on it so yeah that that's more of a life change uh sort of i guess like yeah. issue than than magic as long as those sort of things like kind of stay the same i think it'll be even if you fall off the horse of looking at every spoiler it's something that you can always come back to because the method yeah. of them doing it hasn't changed or at least like our method of receiving it
0: yeah and and, and maybe it also has to do with because i'm not playing standard modern or legacy True. anymore too because
1: i i am only looking at what does this card do in commander nowadays i i, I am,
0: yeah I, I look at mainly commander or i look at my personal cubes that i have right right mm-hmm. like is there any cool cube cards i can scope out you know mm-hmm. but and half the time when I look at cube cards, I don't even look at the flashy stuff. I look at more of the commons, uncommons. Right, cause,
1: exactly. Because that's where, that's what cube involves a lot
0: more. Because du- okay. dude, j- just talking about like pushing power level, the, the, the pushed power level of commons and uncommons the past couple years, holy mm. crap, it has been, been pushed. a lot. Oh, oh yeah, well just look at um, Strixhaven and Kaldheim. The, um, mm-hmm. They have two common blue cards that can exile creatures.
1: Yes, at, that's true. At, at two mana eight. and
0: three mana, yeah, R- Raven yeah. form and um the and
1: reshape or something.
0: Yeah, that
1: makes you a four four though. Yeah,
0: yeah, y- y- yeah. It makes your opponent a four four. But hell, th- think about you're playing Popper, right? And they reanimate an Ulamog's Crusher on turn two. I have an eight eight. It's like, oh look, I got an instant to um, you know, exile it, give you a four four instead. Now I don't have to worry about Annihilator two
1: anymore. I think that's you wait, know? that sounds perfectly fine to me. <laughs> if your opponent found a way to reanimate uh something on something so devastating on turn two I mean like if they swing you lose basic like by and large right I don't I don't know the format enough but like you probably lose because of the annihilator too so now you have yeah. a weapon against just flat out losing. Um, and they still have a four four, so you're still getting smacked in the face. That's not fun.
0: It, it's it's better than an annihilator too. Eight eight.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so. like the game at least still keeps on going. Um, mm-hmm. I that that personally to me that sounds awesome. I I think that's that's what. Kinda how magic should change in some way. <laughs> you know? I, I think I think that's great, but I don't uh, I don't play Popper, so I don't know if that was too much of a shake. I,
0: I, I haven't played Popper in years and years. I still have that Ulamog uh reanimator deck. That Ulamog Crusher reanimator deck. Get a play turn two exhum, try to get Ulamog's Crusher in your in your graveyard by turn one, turn two, play exhum and boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: So that's where the blue hatred comes from i see one too many one too many ulamogs turned into a one one bird and I right. was like ah <laughs> no i remember but... i like reanimator decks i had a narset reanimator deck once for modern
0: Ooh, interesting uh, Yeah,
1: Nars- narset the uh enlightened master um, oh I-,
0: I love her as my commander
1: oh uh, i can't i love her as a character she's probably my favorite she, sure.
0: she might be like one of my favorite planeswalkers of all time because, like, mm-hmm. my, my Narset deck, which is actually right in here, is I've got every Ooh. single Narset planeswalker in it. Um, tr- I try to have like all the Narset art in that Narset mm-hmm. deck. It, it, it's monk tribal, so it's oh, okay, gotcha. It, it's yeah. not, um, it's not like the degenerate wheel or infinite turn type right. shit, right. But, um,
1: Which is hard to explain to your opponents.
0: Oh my <laughs> god, I have to explain it every single day. They see yeah. Narset, they're like, oh my gosh. I'm like, no, it's Monk Tribal.
1: Uh, it- listen, you did it to yourself. I'm just saying, Narset real good. And it is on you to explain it to your opponents. I
0: know, I know. I know. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's more of a thematic deck. But I will say the last time I played it on stream, or was it a private game? Whichever. So w- the last time I played it... It's not meant to be a control deck, but it turned out to be a control deck that time. Okay. It's I, I got Narset Transcended out, and mm-hmm. no one attacked it, and I got to ultimate it. And do you remember what her ultimate does?
1: Um, I'll, it's just like, uh, oh, is that the your opponents can't untap two? No, no, no. Or, you, oh, rebound, you, rebound, right? And no, no. rebound.
0: No no. no 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 the emblem is your opponents can't cast non-creature spells
1: that's what it is yes
0: and, and so so i managed to get that by like turn was it six or seven and so yep. n- no one could cast any non-creature spells i'm like okay all and, right well. and so so the, i got the the icoria nar set out and managed to emblem mm-hmm. her off and so and <laughs> <laughs> it, it was Perfect. just and i'm and I felt bad for the other players. I'm like, this is not meant to be a control deck. <laughs> it's meant to be monk trap, but I just happen to have every single Hey. Sometimes card fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny.
1: Magic I mean, is wonderful like that.
0: Dude, you hear I mean like just reminiscing on like cons Like I miss it. I, I wanna go buy some cons packs and just draft it or play a sealed or something.
1: Oh, let's just go back to Khans. Right? Let's, let's just go D- back. Let's you know let's, so we've had enough of the War of the Spark. We've had enough of Planeswalkers let oh Yeah, let's c- just go back to Khans. Give me Soren and Ugin and Narset and Sarkin. Make Narset and Sarkin a couple already. And let's just you know? And I would be more apt
0: for all I want. Sarkin and Ugin to be a couple. And I S- mean S- Sarkin's got that dragon fetish
1: he really does. He has such a <laughs> dragon fetish that he changed time. Which is really fucked up.
0: Oh man, that's hilarious. Like,
1: his dragon fetish was so strong that he transcended time, and
0: just to be with his dragon boys.
1: <laughs> yeah, it drastically changed the outcome of an entire plane just because. Yeah.
0: So, so, so that's what he does with every single time he planeswalks somewhere. He's just gonna change time. Like I'd rather have it be all dragons.
1: Go, yeah, go, it's go, like, go. Okay, I, I'm in a new plane. How can I make dragons?
0: This plane? <laughs> oh, dude, Give he sh- your- <laughs> Oh, th- th- that's how he beats the Phyrexians. He goes to Mirrodin, and um.
1: There was no time where dragons were the reigning, <laughs> were reign supreme on Meriden. He,
0: he'll make it happen
1: somehow. He'll make it happen. He's like, what do you mean there was no dragons on this plane? Karn's N- like, I made the plane. There were no dragons. Hmm. That doesn't sound, ta- no, 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 that doesn't sound right. Let me go back in the past. There has to be some <laughs> dragon here somewhere. he will oh, find. looks is a dragon.
0: Look, yeah, exactly right. Right? It's
1: like Sarkin, No. <laughs> 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 god, dang it, Sarkin.
0: Oh god. <laughs> 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 oops all dragons
1: oops, oops all <laughs> dragons mono infects one color dragon <laughs>
0: oh damn <laughs> all, all, all right wizards hire us we got your next like <laughs> got it. The, got the, next the next big storyline In- instead of Nicol Bolas being the big bad it's sarkin's the big bad because he keeps That's making right. all the planes
1: exactly. dragonfied <laughs> you thought elish norn was the queen of phyrexia it's actually the- <laughs> Sarkin's like, listen, I got a plan on how to stop the Phyrexians, all right? You're going to love it. I'm going to go back in time to Scars of Mirrodin and make Scythrix the Lord of Phyrexia. Huh? Thoughts? Eh? And and
0: ju- like, ju- just going to make this Phyrexian dra- Oh, my God. Phyrexian dragons. Oh.
1: I, one of them was already horrifying enough. We don't need more Skithrixes.
0: Yes. No, we do. And then... No. And then and then um isn't there like a sliver plane too
1: yeah well the slivers were originally from a plane or at least like they they are yeah i mean they're more or less from a plane um so, and so then the new plane that the new sh- sl- uh, slivers are f- on i think that's i think that's the corset plane whose name escapes me currently t- talking about dominaria
0: app. or no, no
1: the corset plane um starts with the s we go there like for every corset. set uh Shad... Something.
0: oh I god i oh i know what you're talking about oh shit what is it called but but um so sarkin goes to that plane makes slivers dragonfied because i mean slivers are basically the zerg right and, uh yes basically and so they they incorpor- incorporate sarkin's dragons and then we get sliver dragons I mean, hell, they had that one test card, the Niv Mizzet Sliver, or whatever. You remember in the in the uh, in the mystery boosters uh, because I, they had the test cards. Uh,
1: I don't like that. That'd <laughs> be like, amazing. I don't want. I don't want that at all. I'd love it. No way. Get that out of here. Get. I don't. Listen. The less times we go back to uh, uh in a uh, um. Ravnica right now and like introducing other weird Ch- Chandelar, Chandelar, Chandelar Chandelar that's right that's yes. right I'm pretty sure that's where the um, the new slivers are currently zerging out on uh, dude
0: slivers are my favorite it's I mean, like I, I even have a whole binder of every single sliver ever made dude I know, can't believe What? I, I, I used to and then I took it apart because it just really got boring because it's you know Tutor out your best slivers and kind of win.
1: Yes, you're I, not wrong. Yeah, they are. Oh, they're native to the plane of Wrath. That's what I thought. I thought it was Wrath.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Wait, dude, I saw how expensive Sliver Queen is now. Holy shit! It's like almost a
1: five hundred dollar card now. Wow, that card just keeps on going up and up over time. Oh man.
0: So I'm looking at your background or your screen. Yes. Or your monitor. So tell oh, yeah. me how why you like um ghost of tsushima because i mean obviously yeah that,
1: that's from ghost of tsushima right there yes indeed someone drew me as uh as the ghost it was i mean because the game's great oh <laughs> i the
0: loved really the game it was so good
1: yes very very good um like it, it
0: felt like playing a um like one of those classic 50 60s samurai movies mm-hmm. it, that's exactly mm-hmm. what it felt like
1: yes it had a it had a, a very good mix of uh, RPG and hack and slash elements. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed that. I gotta go back and play the, the DLC or like the multiplayer oh. DLC. But oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah um, I, I, I never played sp- any of that. I think they specifically said there wouldn't be storyline DLC, so I think it's all all multiplayer. Okay. But it does seem very fun. Uh, Dude, that game yeah, was hard game
0: too. Was like, yeah. like like it was hard trying to master the the sword combat too. Yeah with Absolutely. all the stance changing and...
1: I, I love the concept of that stance changing. Like oh that, yeah, it I was great. great. Yeah, more games need to, need to do that. I always, like before Ghost of Tsushima came out, I was just like, how could you get an open world Naruto game? I'm like, well, you could stance change with different weapons and chakra, and then Ghost of Tsushima came out. I'm like, yeah, just do this, but make it Naruto and it'll be great. Oh my God, imagine that now. Or even Star Wars. Well, any action, any adventure game, honestly, can just be made better by incorporating Ghost of Tsushima-style play, I think. Any game that has melee weapons.
0: Well, if you're going to make an open-world Naruto game, would you want it to take place throughout the anime? Or just something in the um, world of no, Naruto?
1: There's there's more than enough Naruto games that take that's just yeah. re- well, the, copy the anime and stuff. The Ultimate um,
0: Ninja games and all that.
1: Right, which were good. By oh the yeah,
0: way, I, I enjoy- games. I only ever played the first one, which I enjoyed it.
1: The they they got better. They actually got better over time, strangely enough. Um, they they were they were very very good and uh, and yes the by the by the end of it you're able to like walk throughout kind of and just retread the story and everything. I would want like its own. I mean, just make Ghost of Tsushima right, but put like Naruto environment on it. And instead of just being Naruto, just be someone else. Yeah. And go around and do your thing. It would be awesome.
0: No, no, Boruto though. I, I, I couldn't no, get in. I couldn't get into Boruto at all. I stopped.
1: I, I have, I've swore it off multiple times, and then with the most recent big thing that happened, I have a hundred percent swore to never, ever, ever experience that show again. Because do, I do you, am- you want to talk about it? Uh, I'm hurt. It hurts me deeply.
0: Well, so. So I only ever saw the first couple episodes and I read a few of the manga chapters because that's how I consume mm-hmm. a lot of my anime now is by manga. Um, mm. I just don't have time to watch all these shows and manga I can just consume quickly. Right, right. And right. all that. And you know, like the la- I don't even remember the last thing I even freaking read. About, like, someone absorbed Jiraiya's spirit or some sh- I can't remember.
1: Yeah, they brought Jiraiya back as a clone. Yeah, yeah, that's doesn't right. not have his full memories or whatnot, but... That's like, is, right, that's right. alive and active. Uh, the most recent big thing. Giant spoiler alerts, obviously, for...
0: Yeah, spoilers uh, for Boruto fans.
1: Boruto and Naruto. They killed off the Nine-Tailed Fox, and now I want to cry. What? Yeah. The fuck? Why? Yeah yeah i so I, which is why I have, i've just completed this one off the show i'm like listen i i no longer <laughs> care what happens tell me when he comes back uh but until then i do not want to listen to a single thing about the show because D- dude t- to me my characters that i love too much
0: dude to me naruto ended when he became hokage at the I, end of yes, naruto. naruto
1: ended with naruto strangely yeah. enough
0: it, it, it did like I, I and I was really hoping because I followed the manga, dude. I followed that manga forever, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, um, God, just, I, I was obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Like, like that and One Piece were like the only mangas I would even so, read anymore.
1: I so when I was the the big three came out when I was in high school, and it was Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece, and I was like, listen, little little Kuro i i can only <laughs> i can only dedicate myself because i I like these i can only dedicate myself to two out of the three so which one am i going to go with and i went with bleach and naruto and i have not regretted my decision whatsoever i i've completely 100 percent just like swore I'd never get into one piece um because i can only you need dedicate. to you need to get nah, into it's, it. it's never gonna yeah. happen it's too long it's too long and it's still no. going on
0: you need to mm-hmm. read the manga. Read the manga, it's not happening. dude.
1: It's not especially no, no, no,
0: dude, dude. So, so I I stopped reading the manga years ago, right? Of One Piece, mm-hmm. and I decided last year to pick it back up again. It took me maybe, like, reading it every night, um, mm-hmm. without fail. It took me like maybe three months to mm-hmm. to get it all done, dude. Mm-hmm. So good. You need just I, I,
1: listen. I acknowledge it's that it's so... like the top selling manga. It on the is. Planet. I acknowledge that it's good. It I is will fucking not, amazing. I will not touch it. I Dude, will not touch there it.
0: There were so many times the manga made me cry. Just fucking like this stupid anime about this group of friends and just like some of the stuff that happens. You're like, why am I breaking down inside? <laughs> 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 oh, God.
1: Straw hat kid with a gum gum fruit. Yeah. Oh, God.
0: It- and, 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 you know, it, it's funny because I used to read all three, like, Bleach, and then... I, I swore off Bleach, um... What was it? I, s- someone's told me, like, this happened multiple times, but it was the first time they captured Aizen, and then Ichigo lost his powers, or whatever.
1: Yeah, so at the end of... Well, so they defeated Aizen, finally. And then... But Ichigo had to sacrifice his powers for it. And then... It, it, was, it was sweet. Those were good fights. And yeah. then... The next arc, because the, the series wasn't over, the next arc was him getting a different set of powers, not nearly yeah. as powerful as before, but like a different set of powers, and then by the end of it, all the captains got together to give him his true powers. Because remember, he got his original powers from Rukia. That's right. right yeah. So he got a whole new form and everything because he was able to unlock his true him uh and then the last arc was uh the quincy war the thousand year blood war which was pretty uh, yeah dope.
0: I, I i didn't watch or read any of that it was it is a worthwhile read because it's it's completely over right it is completely over so i i, I could probably read it again it probably wouldn't take yep. me that long
1: it wouldn't it wouldn't um you can even skip the Fullbringer arc <laughs> you can just skip it just skip to the end just go like from front to end and just go like, all right, his powers are back, cool. Cause that full bring arc was a snooze fest.
0: Alright, I'll read bleach if you start one piece.
1: No, I then no. No, deal. what? <laughs> That's fine. Just... No, absolutely not. <laughs> it's just not happening. I it is the main reason because
0: reason because it's too long.
1: Yes. I mean and then the secondary reason is because I promised I wouldn't, but because I, I like I have I I've devoted myself to bleach and Naruto. Like I I went ham, my silly little name came from uh making a bleach character and everything (laughs) um i didn't take the name directly from bleach before anyone asks because most people are like is that from bleach it's like well no inspired by but um yeah but no it's like i i love i love bleach love naruto um and now i'm on seasonal anime i i can't i cannot spend more of the very limited time I have between streaming and and everything else to uh, get into yeah. One Piece because I have to catch up on every seasonal anime that I'm into, which there are a lot this season and every yeah. other season. Yeah, it's just too much but you know, i i know i know man but i gotta find time to watch demon slayer i gotta go see I, I've, I've, I've,
0: I've heard that's good i've i've been hearing
1: good things about it but it's like
0: dude there's too much freaking shit out there man i just can't keep up with it all like i, I agree it's just too it's much It's too much man just mm-hmm. like i have all these now that things are getting back to normal and all that stuff like i accumulated i don't know how many books throughout the couple months where we were kind of like displaced and all that Mm -hmm. it's like i have so many books i need to read right and all that and it's because i because i'm i read a lot but i've had to stop the past couple months and it's driving me Mm -hmm. crazy because i haven't had a spot to read you know
1: yeah obviously you're going you're doing a lot moving in oh my
0: gosh yeah yeah oh man
1: there's always... But luckily anime is always there. Mangas are always there. Uh, one way or another. No, magic yeah. over spell table is always there for us now, which is great. Uh, there's always magic content to consume, whether it be streams or YouTube videos or everything. Um, and our magic decks themselves will always need constant upgrading and care. Oh, yeah. So, yeah.
0: And it, it And oh. I... Yeah, as far as like other content, I'm trying to work on. I'm trying to work on um, publishing my first D and D adventure module right Ooh. now, and right I'm, in the, play, I'm in the play. I'm in the playtesting phase right now, mm-hmm. where um, it's small little module. I'm probably just gonna put it up on like DMsGuild.com and. Charge like probably like one or two bucks or something like that. Just yeah, there you go. I it's like my goal like in my whole life has been to get something published, even like whether it's a book or a module or something. I just want to say it like
1: an
0: article. Well, yeah, I read articles, but it's <laughs> I, I just meant like something similar to, like a book or something like that, mm-hmm. right?
1: Okay, gotcha,
0: gotcha. So it's like I could be like, yeah, I've authored a book before. Okay, it's a D anD D adventure module, but you know what? Shut as you, up. As
1: you push your glasses yeah. upwards, I've authored. A couple tales in my day, yes, yeah,
0: but I'm excited about doing fun. that. Just, um, so much stuff, and on top of like trying to do life,
1: yeah, life is hard,
0: <laughs> can be.
1: Life is so,
0: I want to do something new that I've never really done in the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Um, we went through so many different
1: <laughs> conversations,
0: yeah. Well, well, no, no, this is normal for my podcast. It's, I'm actually. I've never really done this before in the podcast for, like, everybody that I've ever interviewed, and I figured, you know, I want to come back. I want to try something new in the show, and that, right. I'm going to ask you a series of questions.
1: I'm down. And Let's go.
0: It, it, it's going to range from, like, easy stuff to hopefully maybe some thought-provoking stuff. We don't know. I'm ready. So, all right. See how it answers, and if it's good and the audience likes it, I'll keep doing it with other people, too. So, first one, what's the scariest animal?
1: scariest animal um probably just man just yeah it's probably just man human mankind yeah like because it animals in general i feel largely follow just like instinct um or, you know, just the the instinct for food or mm-hmm. warmth or shelter or, like, uh, propagation, right? Humans could just be cruel because it's fun to them. And that, yeah. is, uh, that is just unfathomably awful. <laughs> um, so, I yeah, no, that. I think it's definitely humans for sure, without a doubt.
0: I mean, can't complain about that. You're not yeah. wrong. Um,
1: what's the best sandwich? Best sandwich, um, probably a panini of of pretty much any any variety you want. Warm meat and melted uh, cheese is just I mean, there's just nothing better. Slight, mm. Slightly slightly warms lettuce too. Ah, oh, yeah. Sounds
0: good. Sounds I'm mm-hmm. hungry now. Um, yeah. All right. Speaking of using your senses. Um, what is your least favorite smell?
1: Uh, probably like when I smell so bad, I can smell myself. That's <laughs> what oh. so I've smelled bad for like at least a day <laughs> or longer. So yeah. yeah. Or longer. So that that's that would that's the least that's my least favorite because I know that it's I. I've messed up for a while and it's only just now getting to me.
0: Oh so, yeah. yeah. It, especially during this pandemic, man, there's been a, f- there's been times I've gone like a week without a shower. Cause it's like, yep. you're not going anywhere. You don't think about it right. or anything. And,
1: and then you have to like, go somewhere and just like,
0: Oh shit. I got to oh, no. like shower, oh, no. put on clothes and yeah. look decent and stuff. Yeah. All right. So Sorry. what, so on the opposite side, what's your favorite smell? Uh
1: Favorite smell? Honestly, probably just uh, I just good food. Just good food. Even if it's like you know, bad food, but I'm really hungry, so I mean, it's always going to be good. Like just the 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 dopamine hit that you get from just like, I am hungry. I want to I want to eat and there is open food in this direction. I'm <laughs> Like it's and it's it's for me, nothing better, nothing better.
0: Well, well, Speaking of food, what would you pick for your last meal?
1: I would. Oh, uh, probably a really, really good authentic ramen bowl from Japan. Ooh, yeah, that sounds. When
0: I, good. When I, I have when not I, had I, real ramen in like forever.
1: I had, I went to, in 2018, I went to Japan and I had real authentic ramen. It was divine. So it would be that because it's, yeah, it's just nothing like it. There are some, the US, there are, at least I have like one restaurant that does recreate it rather well, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the
0: the first time I ever had authentic ramen was in South Korea.
1: Um,
0: and that was so ridiculously good. The next time I had it was in when I used to have to go to work every day in Tampa. We had this mall, had a food court and a ramen shop opened up like um or a ramen restaurant opened up and it was like expensive to, to mm-hmm. get a bowl of ramen, but dude, it was so good. I mean, not 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 as good as what I had in Asia, but oh man, mm-hmm. like I mean, you compare it to the you know cheap ramen you get at stores and all that stuff yeah i mean you can make that stuff good you add some spices mm-hmm. and stuff to it and whatnot mm-hmm. but it's and cut
1: half of that salt packet in half right <laughs> god man, that's kill that takes years off your life every time oh,
0: dude, i ate so much, a much in college in i ate yeah. so much in college man yeah
1: i know i know me too
0: dude and what got me really hooked on ramen was naruto just like <laughs> l- l- like him eating ramen i'm a- because like Mm -hmm. i i would eat ramen before that and all but like but watching the anime show and even reading it Mm -hmm. like back in college i was like oh hell yeah just gonna freaking
1: try to experience
0: more ramen and all that shit oh Mm -hmm. god i want ramen now so so a thing of ramen would be your last meal that'd be
1: yeah good all authentic ramen
0: yes now, now it, it would you get like a huge bowl of it like just try to eat as much as you can until like you can't eat anymore or just oh for
1: sure yeah, yeah. why not
0: i mean it's your last meal it's where am i know. going yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: what else do i got to do that day
0: i, I mean yeah if you're gonna go it's like eh, whoever's around you they gotta take care of you not me yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly you, you pick up the check <laughs> <Kill> me. <laughs> right <laughs>
0: Alright, you get one song to listen to the rest of your life, what is it?
1: Uh, uh, It's probably Scarecrow by My Chemical Romance, because that's my favorite song, so I could probably listen to that and repeat.
0: I've never listened to My Chemical Romance.
1: Oh. I'm a 90's kid, it happens like that, I guess.
0: I mean, I've probably heard them on the radio, but I don't know that song.
1: Yeah. Anyone in the audience who recognizes that song, you get get curl points.
0: (laughs) Nice. What's one thing you own that you should really throw out? <laughs> Looking at all the magic cards. <laughs>
1: uh, hold on, let me. Let me uh, uh, what is that? I don't know. That's, this is a mox box. Oh.
0: Uh, you're supposed to
1: use it for cubes, but instead. Ugh. Oh. Uh, uh, What's in it? Oh, just a, uh, just a couple commander decks. Ooh. So, one, two,
0: three, four, five, six,
1: uh, twelve. Just like twelve casts. Fine. So that's one and thing you should
0: you should throw out.
1: Uh, no, I should uh, throw out. No. <laughs> Especially as a, as a as a streamer and a gamer. I can't say like, oh, I should get rid of this PlayStation. It's really like taking all my time. It's like, no, um, I don't know. Uh, probably. This bed frame bed frame. Yeah, I need this bed frame to go so I can move my room around because it it takes up so much space. I don't what's stopping you from doing it. Uh, I don't know how to sell a bed frame on the Facebook Marketplace. It's just I just I have never done that before. Uh, <laughs> bed frame, ten bucks. <laughs> come, come get it. Take come frame. get it. Please take your truck and come get it. Right. Yeah, probably. Got to take it apart. But yeah. So. Okay. I will eventually do that. But that is what needs to go now sooner rather than later.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All right. What's something people seem to misunderstand about you? Uh
1: My tone. Your what? My tone. Oh tone, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I have a tone that when yeah, I don't know. I I I don't mean to be like completely dispassionate about like what someone's saying or whatever, but like I'm not necessarily surprised <clears throat> when people say weird things, I'm a freaking weeb. That's yeah. grown up uh on the internet and just like around other weebs and everything. There's not a lot of things that people say that like Whoa, that's like kinda edgy and different and creepy or whatever. Like I, I've I've heard and seen a lot. Uh so Especially if like, you've been
0: on 4chan in the early days.
1: I wasn't <laughs> on 4chan, but I have, like, the things about 4chan that, like, got to my bubble, you know, like, the especially bad stuff, it's like, wow, well, all right, like, that's another another depth that humanity has reached, um, so I'm not, like, surprised, uh, so when people kind of, I don't know, people, so I, I seem like I don't really, like, care. Interesting. When I'm just like, oh, yeah, that is a weird thing that was said, huh, oh, Okay. Yeah. I'm still interested in the conversation, but I'm still surprised by by you saying it. No, I I know what you mean. I
0: know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Uh, I I like this question because it's so many interesting people, even like, you know, personal family members or famous people throughout history or even now.
1: Well, whoever my soulmate's supposed to be. Whatever whatever the fates have in store for that. So let's start that dinner now. Okay. Ladies. Um, and then... <laughs> uh, let's go for... Ugh. History is full of so many racists, though.
0: Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. like I, I want to say, like, Washington but then I remember I don't want to say Washington because <laughs> that dinner is going to go south very quickly. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, oh. Uh, a Rocky, the uh, uh, creator of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. That would be fantastic. Okay. Yes. His eternal youth I want to find out his secret. Um, <laughs> and my brother. Your brother? Yeah. I'd we'll love to sit down and have a dinner with him. It's always great.
0: Well, that's interesting. So your yeah. soulmate, um, mm-hmm. the creator of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and your mm-hmm. brother. Yes. all right what, what do you think would even be talked about like during that
1: No clue. My brother does not watch Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, I can hope that my soulmate does, but that would be fun. Um, But yeah, that's fine. That's fine. He can sit through one dinner of me nerding out about anime. (laughs) That's fine. Oh, that'd be funny. He's getting a free meal. That's on him.
0: That's funny. Uh, And the, the last question I have, what motivates you to get up in the morning?
1: Uh... I would honestly, strangely enough, I would say to like get home and stream like as kind of segueish as that sounds. I, I really do enjoy it. It is kind of like the, the thing that I put my most uh, pride and joy in uh, and it, it would be that like just because I stream pretty much like every weekday basically. So mm-hmm. I get up, go to work wait for that clock to <laughs> wait for those customers to leave and then come home. And it's just like, uh, what am I going to play today? Um, So, yeah, that, that's that's what motivates me to to stream at night.
0: So is it like one of your eventual goals to like try to be a Twitch partner or streamer or anything like that?
1: I mean, yeah, I wouldn't I, I would love that. That certainly is a big, big old sign that says, hey, you made it, kid. Good job. Um, yeah, I would. I would love that. That would be a huge sense of accomplishment, um, and you know, a lot of time and effort. And I know to get there, I would have to put like a lot right into it, like even more than I do now. So it's yeah. just, like the person that I would be by the time that happens is like such a awesome version of myself that I want to get there asap. I I, I want to skip personal growth and just get to that end part and just be like it's, wow it's a you're lot awesome of work. dude you're partner yeah. now
0: <laughs> But but yeah. w- would that be something you'd really want to do full time though Um or or yeah. still just maybe part
1: time No, that's fine. I I could do I could do it full time. It's it's just another part of life um to explore. Uh mm-hmm. I work retail now. I Pretty sure i could work retail again later mm-hmm. um but you know twitch would be something far more uh unique and interesting and um and i just i really just kind of like want to be able to i want to be at a point where i can meet wonderful people like yourself i mean i met you through mari mm-hmm. um i think i raided mari once off of arena and like that's that this friendships have formed that way so i like to meet um really awesome people and I want to be popular enough where I can then play games with those people. So that's, that's largely what it is. I just want to be, I want to be cool enough for people are like, Hey, Curl, you want to play commander? And I'd be like, yes, Mark Rosewater. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, professor. That'd be, that'd be fantastic. You know, no, those are- those yeah. No, yeah. one of those things. Yeah. Yeah
0: well the only advice I have to give for that like if you want that to happen also ask those people too you know it's like the the way I've gotten a lot of people on my podcast is like I just ask them you know and the way I've played commander with a lot of the you know I don't know top magic personalities and all this stuff just (laughs) ask them you know yeah I mean what's the worst happens they say no okay cool move on just yeah don't be afraid of rejection because it's going to happen
1: Oh, not being afraid of rejection uh, but that's so oh, that's so hard that's so hard to get over oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. It, it,
0: failure is one of the hardest things like I, I learned that lesson yesterday I, I failed at something in my job yesterday and it was a big ego blow mm-hmm. to me because it's you know w- w- what I do for my day job is um, it's I'm a network architect and I have to do like network cutovers for hospitals and all that and Mm-hmm. I failed at doing it and it was uh and, and I'm not saying like I'm some hot shot network architect and all that stuff like there's still a lot I don't know but
1: mm-hmm.
0: I felt confident going in that I could get it done and then when you mm-hmm. fail you're just like
1: fuck dang like yeah. so
0: hard on yourself and I ended up working like 13 plus hours yesterday and just mm-hmm. woke up this morning and just really had to sit back and reflect why I failed you know right so, I mean, that that that's the important thing is, like, when you fail, just reflect on why. Like, go through the motions, right? Because I feel like it's important to go through those motions, feel that emotion of, you know, failure. Like, get it out. Like, don't hold it in or whatever. You get get all that misery out. And maybe that's a bad, you know, bad advice or something. But I, I'm of the school of thought of don't hold it in. Just get right. it out. Process it. Right. And then learn from it. Yeah. And then just fucking realize uh life sucks sometimes
1: or <laughs> yeah. it, it, like it's, it's how you deal with it right yeah it's like yeah. you know making the same mistake again you know that that's that would be even worse so let's just never let it happen again mm-hmm. and keep on pushing forward
0: yeah. what's been some of the stuff that you've um that trying to become a full-time twitch streamer or, or just even twitch partner right that's hard right because you got to meet the milestones yeah. of you know having x amount of hours x amount of viewers and all that stuff mm-hmm. um how have you been dealing with like have you been seeing growth happening or have you not been seeing what you want and how have you been handling that
1: uh i mean i certainly haven't seen the growth that i would want to have for sure um you know that av- that average viewer number is something that uh that definitely eats away um, at you. Definitely. It goes up, goes up, down, doesn't stay, con- certainly doesn't stay consistent. Um, and it's like, I, I want to grow it, you know, of course, because that would be that. That's, I think, like mm-hmm. the most visceral sign of just like, hey, you're doing better. Um, and, you know, watching the community grow and everything. Uh, and I guess like how to. Well, the question was like how to approach it or
0: yeah, like how ha- have you been dealing with it? Oh, okay. y- you know, um, just in terms of, like not seeing the growth or seeing the growth you've been seeing or right. like the results uh, that you want to see or haven't been seeing.
1: I, I deal with it by like, like I said, every day I wake up because you know, wake up and like the exciting thing is to like, what, when am I going to play tonight? You know, hopefully today goes well, hopefully the games are fun. And, uh, my, the, the person who got me into streaming, um, it was a streamer named, streamer named Saslin. Um, and kind of just like the way she streams, she's very honest, like with herself, she's very like, uh, the, the person that you see on the camera is the person that I've met in real life. Um, and that feels that, that kind of like filled me with the hope that like, wow, you know, you don't you don't have to be someone that you're not um you you can be yourself um ideally not a douchebag right which i certainly try not to be um so it's just like i feel you know i hopefully i can reach enough eyes meet enough people people see my personality like that personality want to hang out and everything um and then grow you know that way and you know, I just kind of approach every day going like, you know, hopefully I meet someone new today, you know, hopefully, um, I just keep on being true to myself and being honest with the, the camera, the audience, um, the games I like to play and, you know, just keep doing that. And, you know, obviously try to make things more engaging for the chat and everything. Um, you know, do that extra effort. Don't just be lazy and be like, Oh, I'm perfect. People will, people just flock to me. I just keep being me. Right. It's like, oh, you know, you got to do,
0: oh, there's a lot of work you got to put into it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's just like, I, as long as I kind of stay the course on being myself and then also improving who I am as a person, ideally that will lead to the growth that I want to see. Um, and you know, some, some days it, it definitely feels like, all right, you know, I, Used to do this, I don't do this anymore, and it's led to growth. That's awesome. Some days it's just like, oh, my God, what did I do?
0: (laughs) I don't know what you Um,
1: mean. But, yeah, you know, I just, I just, I keep moving forward because if I stop and stare at the number, I won't get anywhere. Um, Now, I, I do have to definitely get off my ass and be far more, like, uh more forward momentum on making the changes that i want like getting rid of this damn bed frame <laughs> <laughs> so i can move my room around like i i definitely have to just get over that and do it um and that that's like the procrastination is definitely like the hardest part oh, for yeah. Me oh yeah I know for a lot of people I know it's just like being able to turn on that camera every night or uh yeah or like i i, I don't know how anything. some people do it every
0: night like yeah. like podcast interviews I love this mm-hmm. right it, it's right. streaming It's it's not for me. It's really not. Like I've tried to get into it. Like I love streaming Commander. Like I said earlier on in the show, love it. But streaming Arena or even just streaming anything else by myself, it's even if I have chat going, I feel like I still have to be on, in a sense, because it's I have. There's a lot of still mental prep I need to do. Like even doing this interview, there's still like mental prep I need to do to just sort of not not be a fake version of myself right but just right. more of uh not not my how normal like oh yeah okay you know like, right mm. you, you know like, like yeah hey how's it yeah. going you
1: know right, <laughs> right. absolutely i i tell, i completely get that and and each person is different right i i i i don't have the issue with turning on the camera but i do have people reach out to me it's just like how how do you do that like how do you um get that uh that that feeling of turning the camera on and starting and for me personally that's you know it's not yeah. uh, something I struggle with but I definitely struggle with like bigger things like making sure that my uh chat sounds are on so that like when something does happen I can hear it and then respond to it. I haven't I still haven't fixed that issue. I still haven't gotten rid of this bad frame. I still haven't done <laughs> other general things. This damn frame. I want to go um, do it
0: tomorrow. I so you're gonna wake up and you're gonna figure out a way to get rid of it, even if you don't sell it and just throw it away. You're gonna figure I, you're gonna figure out a way.
1: I sure hope so. I sure hope. I am off tomorrow. I really should. Like that that's that's the thing. <laughs> you're you're, you're
0: gonna lay bad, down in should. bed tonight after this interview and just think about mm-hmm. how do I get rid of that frame.
1: Yes. I, 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 I really I really should do that. Check check with me in a week. all right whenever you whatever whoever's listening to this check with me Uh, because because this should release this should release this friday so all right sounds good hopefully i'll at least have taken the part or something something but yeah that that's what i struggle with like making those changes that i know i need to make but don't um I've, i've definitely rested on my laurels too much of being like oh i'll just turn on the camera and go um, but I need, I need to do more. I need to focus on, on that more aspect. So yeah, that's yeah, just, just different issues for everyone. But eventually, hopefully we all get over that hump and, you know, we get to live our best lives.
0: Yeah. It's just one day at a time. Just try to do your best. Or, I don't know. Yeah. Something.
1: Yeah. Turn on that camera, take down that frame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you keep looking at it now you're like oh I, it, I hate it it's just so big just
1: it just takes up so much room
0: just just do it i mean it's all you got to do just do it, it it's you just have to do it. It, it it's what i told my wife so my wife um got her first job in like 10 years cuz um mm-hmm. she she had to leave her job when she got pregnant with our daughter mm-hmm. and um and at the time like i was making no money at the time and apparently according to the government i was making too much money to have any kind of assistance i like, dude okay. i was making like less than 30,000 a year and it's like nope mm-hmm. y- you can't <laughs> you can't qualify for this i'm like you understand like we're living on scraps right now
1: <laughs> right yeah it's a weird metric
0: I know. Well, fucking Florida, man, or I mean, I I don't know how it is like federally and all that stuff, but, um, Mm -hmm. so, so my wife had to quit her job to, um, you know, take care of our daughter and all that stuff. And, and and now that we're in a place now where, you know, I'm working at home, right. So I can pick up and drop off the kid and all that stuff, do whatever I need to do. And she can go work now. And it's, I basically told her like, same thing, like, just go do it. You want a job? Just go do it. Apply. And she did, and I'm gonna give you the same advice: just do it. Yeah, just do it. Do it, like like like. said, like one of the things that I really think about that, because one of the things I have a hard time with is, like on my days off, I have nothing to do. Right, mm-hmm. I, I try to come up with a list of just like the smallest things, even to feel like a little bit of accomplished. Maybe that's some of my ADHD kicking in and all that. So just really, tomorrow's your day off think like okay i'm gonna take apart this bed frame and get rid of it somehow and then you know i can do whatever the fuck i want the rest of the day i don't give a shit you know Mm -hmm. reward yourself that way
1: yeah you know i i should i reward myself mainly with the games and then play the games all day and then don't get the thing done so i do i should probably work in that reverse order here i think i had my per (laughs) the triggers on the stack did not resolve the way they should have no And and like I said, everybody's
0: differently. That's just what I do because it's like when I'm working, even though I'm working at home, like I'm constantly busy, right? Like Mm -hmm. I'm sitting in front of the screen, but I'm constantly doing stuff. And by the time like I'm done with work, like I'm exhausted, like mentally, I'm drained because it's just what I do. And um, but yeah, man, just just do it. That's all you gotta do. Do not wrong. Hmm? Not wrong say, even if you end up throwing away and not selling it or anything it's, it's gone though, right?
1: How much do people put bed frames on sale for? I don't well well for bed frames.
0: Well, what's um what size is it? Like a twin, full, a full. queen, full?
1: A full.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, you could probably sell it 10-20 bucks or something. 10,
1: 20 bucks.
0: I guess. I don't know.
1: I <laughs> see right? it's
0: like, ah. <laughs> like hell if you get 20 bucks for it, that's 20 bucks, man.
1: That's a pack of uh collector boosters or right no it's less than that i guess
0: yeah i don't i don't even know how much collector boosters are or anything but um
1: too too much money for the little you get back
0: right oh man
1: i mean so never regretted getting product more than this set (laughs) oh strict saving value is so low yeah i think that's awesome it's just that the single card value is just so low because so many people have opened it
0: yeah well i guess that's good for someone like me because i really want to build a commander deck um out of the silver quill dragon
1: yes shandrix uh, shadrix yeah
0: shadrix or whatever he 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 just looks so much fun to build like just such a political commander
1: i like brina the 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 um black white from the commander deck herself i think oh yeah does like Shadrach slots right into that deck for sure. I think that she gives the passive um, Oh, you think she's Everyone better. hit everyone else but me like more consistently. She also costs 3, which is
0: okay. So. Let me see. Cuz I've got the deck right here.
1: Mhm.
0: So talking about Brina this one. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So whenever a player attacks one of your opponents if that opponent has more life than another of your opponents that attacking player draws a card and you put two. Okay, right. I see what you mean. I see what and you that's mean.
1: On turn 3. Yeah. So turn three if someone possibly adds, turn two a po- yes true true possibly turn two okay um, okay and then, okay and, then, and now like you know your allies are drawing cards you're adding you're putting two plus one plus encounters on brina every turn or something or whatever you want like that's that'll do more i think consistently than shadricks as much as i do appreciate
0: shadricks. my my only rebuttal to that is shadricks looks Way cooler is a dragon. That's <laughs> than yeah, that's true. Than
1: Brina. Do I mean, you have the alternate art or
0: no? Uh, I, I don't have. I don't have Shadrix at all.
1: Okay, you gotta. You gotta get the full art. Yeah. Of course, right. Yeah. 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 In that case, I retract my statement. <laughs> build Shadrix, <laughs> but, but put Brina in
0: it. Yeah, Brina's better, but yeah. Shadrix looks cooler, and it's like you, you can't it's win with that argument. It's a dragon.
1: i I retract my statement. You, uh, <laughs> you know,
0: I got my I've been milled out. Been, oh man, man, dude, it's been two hours. We've been going on. It's crazy. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. is it is a long episode. Oh okay. yeah. Well, I this. Pr- pr- pr-
0: oh no, 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 no. You're fine. This this is a pretty average episode length. I try to go. Um. So where can people find you? Well, let's wrap things up. Where can people find yeah. you? Any shoutouts you want to do or anything like that? Um. Go on ahead.
1: Uh, I mean, there's so many people who have affected my life wonderfully. Um, I would say shout out to Radical Mari, who definitely got us and uh, in, in contact with each yes. other. Yes. Uh, she is absolutely fantastic. I love uh, her. She's great. Yes, definitely go uh, visit her. She's fantastic. Um, shout out to Sasson, who got me started on this Twitch journey in the first place. Um, and uh, honestly, Shout out to any any of the content creators that you appreciate and like the to watch, whether it be me, whether it be any anyone else that you meet on Twitch. Um, just you know, go go to their stream or any of their content, uh, content, and just just leave a just leave a message, just telling them, you know what, thank you. I I really appreciate your content, even if you watch it once a week or like oh every yeah, day, dude
0: yeah, dude just, that feels so good. It's yeah. Because there's so... so I wrote an article about this. Maybe I'll link it to you. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, me too. Talk, Talking about, like, how it... So often it feels like you're um, just talking into the void. Mm-hmm. Right. And just, like, everything you're doing, just... There's no audience or anything like that. And when you get yeah. that one person saying, Hey, I really enjoyed this. Or, hey, I really like your stream or whatever. It's like, right. holy shit. Feels good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had someone the other day that's just like, Yeah, I, I usually lurk. But, like, you know, you're... I really appreciate, I really enjoy being here. You got me started on doing this, that, and the other. Uh, and then from that, I'm just like, thank you. That makes me feel amazing. Do you play commander? <laughs> Let's play some commander. And then now we have like commander for yeah. this Friday. So it's just like, you never know, um, what happens. But yeah, those people really do love hearing those, those, those kind words. It affects more than, you know, Oh yeah. uh, but yeah, you can find me at, uh, twitch.tv slash uh, find out the spelling i guess from the
0: Well title. well the 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 links will be in the show notes and
1: all that Yeah. Uh but yeah i i like playing uh Rainbow Six Siege, Magic at the gathering, lot of the commander. Uh apparently uh is it Phoenix is in uh historic so i will be returning yes. to arena to strictly play that um Oh and... we also
0: need to do some league.
1: Yes, League. Of, yes actually. The legends will play some of that too?
0: Yeah. I um, i i need to get back into it. I got um I, I bought pokemon sword for the switch okay and okay. um it's the first pokemon game i've played since pokemon ruby which was wow. and so like i i'm not like that big into pokemon but holy shit i've been loving the game like it's been yeah. i have like 60 hours dropped into it already and just and,
1: and it's not even <laughs> over yet right
0: no no i'm trying to catch them all now i haven't even got the dlc go. yet and i'm like this obsessed
1: oh, yeah pokemon has dlc now what a time I know, right? All right. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I need.
0: We need to get in the league. I need to do it. Yes. I'm, 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 I'm utter trash, but it's okay.
1: Yeah. I'm. Listen. I. am pretty bad at most of the games I play, especially <laughs> uh, when I first start them. I'm just now getting used to Apex Legends again. That's been. Oh, that's been a lot.
0: My my wife. That that's like one of the only games she plays. She is oh. fucking good. Holy shit. I, I I'll sit down and watch her play, and I'm just like she'll fucking win so much like doing doing like the solo like not with a group yeah. or whatever oh she'll fucking God, win solo, so much geez. and just I'm just like holy shit and
1: alright I gotta put, post, post some of her gameplay I
0: gotta I need to she, she, she doesn't stream or anything like that or <laughs> She 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 tried to get into it but she's like mm-hmm. she dude, and that's what sucks with women in gaming and all that like she got so much fucking mm-hmm. harassment and she's like nope yep and yep. I it's, didn't blame yeah, her definitely. like like yeah. it, it, it's j- just a quick little blurb like mm. you know i knew that women would get harassed online and all that stuff but i guess you never really understand how much until right. it affects someone you actually know and, yeah, and you actually see you know see how it happened like yeah. see how and much
1: that's not it, just online that's that's yeah. how typically it works in life too yeah sadly but um yeah yeah so so uh so you're on twitter
0: yeah. at uh
1: Yep, Twitter and, at Kurotsuki, Twitch Kuro Tuki, uh Do you have like Instagram I
0: have, or TikTok? Or? I,
1: I do have an Instagram, uh, Kurotsuki TTV, because my name is too close to an anime. So I, couldn't, <laughs> I needed to add the TTV. Um, and yeah, I'll make it TikTok eventually. I, I know that's the thing that I should do. Uh, I just got to figure out. I need an editor <laughs> to edit these clips down. But uh,
0: Oh, I just make the dumbest stuff on TikTok, so it's okay.
1: Yeah, I gotta start somewhere. I gotta gotta start that soon. Uh, You know, I'll start that after I move this bed frame.
0: Yes, you're gonna Uh, (laughs) do it. You're gonna do it.
1: (laughs) I'm gonna burn this thing, I swear.
0: That's what you gotta post, like an Instagram story of, or that could be your first TikTok. Like, oh, I gotta take take apart this bed frame and all that.
1: Right, and it'll just be a a speed through of me taking a, a hatchet to it and just breaking it. <laughs> that would be great.
0: Huh. All right, man. All right. Well, I'm okay, going yeah, to thank gonna go you, you so, Yes, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you uh, for having me. I, oh, no, thank you. It was great time. Um hope you really enjoyed it and for anybody listening watching out there, make sure to check out Kuro. Um really cool dude right. and just really awesome dude.
1: Thank you. Thank yes. you. And you as well. We will definitely play some games. Yeah, Play some more commanders, some League of Legends, all of the above. Yes, awesome. Well, have a good night, all right? All right, you too. Have a wonderful night.
0: Thank you all for listening to the show. I hope you all really enjoyed that interview as much as I did. And Kuro's really good people, really fun to have on them. We played Commander on stream a couple weeks ago, and it was just fun time. Like, it, it just instantly like was fun and we instantly connected like that so hope you all really enjoyed the episode make sure to check out his stuff uh check out his twitter and twitch and all that and it'd be really awesome if you did and send him some love and you know let me know what you thought about the show we did a little bit of different things as well too and let me know if you liked it or not and yeah so hope you all have a great night and thank you all for listening and watching